What's going on, everybody? It is Wednesday, June 28th, 2023, and this is episode 24 of Punch the Air. 24, I got we're getting up there. Oh, yeah. Couch edition. Oh. Boom. Love that. Couch Ugh. edition. I got T-Bone to my right, Buzzsaw Sizzling. to my left, Pumping. and uh, we're going to do a nice little... <laughs> nice. <laughs> and we got a juicy NBA pod for you, all NBA. So we're going to kick things off talking about free agency with that coming up this upcoming weekend and we're going to kick things off with Kyrie Irving is he coming back to Dallas anywhere but Dallas he's <laughs> coming back to Dallas I mean like I know you don't want him to come back to Dallas but with Kyrie we think he's probably strictly thinking about the money we could offer yeah. him more money. I don't think we're going to offer him the full super max that he can get but I'm the thinking five two seventy three Jeff Skin Wade already tweeted it the four for one sixty. did I think we're seeing. Reliable, I think we're seeing a three or four year deal from forty to forty five mil. Four to five year deal. No, I said three to four. Oh, three to four, forty to forty five mil, and <laughs> Kyrie's coming back. And like we talked about it earlier, though, like the Mavs at this point, like they traded the assets for Kyrie, they they have to roll with Kyrie. Well, no okay. one else wants him. The Mavs is the obvious pick, but what's another team? The Lake. I mean, the, the Lakers are the always going to be there. Well, Let's the just Lakers say shit falls you to, through. You'd have to take less money to go to the Lakers. He would, he'd have to take like have to be a, 30. And it would also have to be a sign-and-trade that the Mavs would have to accept to get Kyrie because they can't just sign him outright. D'Angelo Russell, Mo Bamba, Malik Beasley, and a first. Boom. I'm, I don't know. I think I'm good on that. But I'm probably – I mean, D'Angelo Russell is obviously a massive downgrade. I do downgrade. not want Mo Bamba helps the center position. Great at defense. How much shooter. better is he, he than the Lively Holmes I'm combo, I'm though? I think he's better than Holmes and Lively. Lively's a rookie who hasn't played a snap who averaged five I points a game I mean, there's a, Mo Bamba didn't play a minute in the playoffs. Was he hurt? No, no he, he just healthy. wasn't playing. He didn't play for him really at all. There's a reason they sent him off to L.A. for nothing. Well, I mean, Mo Bamba is – He's probably better than anything else we got. I would I disagree, but who's better, Holmes? I'd rather have Lively even as a rookie than probably Mo Bamba. No, dude, ha- dude, Lively averaged five for, points for, a for game the fit last with Luca. I would Duke. rather have Holmes as a pick and roll guy than Mo Bamba, Bamba can pick and roll. But he's it's like seven one. I mean, there's a reason Mo Bamba got traded for for nothing. I know Rickwan Holmes isn't much either, but I'd rather just keep what you have here. Maybe bring the White Pal in the veteran minimum to get eight minutes a night in the regular season. Then even take on Mo Bamba. But fuck Mo Bamba. He's not yeah. even talking about. <laughs> yeah. But are, I mean, are there any other spots though? I mean Miami. Unless they're unless, you know, a team like Houston or some team with a bunch of cap really feels like they want to get a big name into Well, sell they tickets, could sign him outright. So they we wouldn't could. even get they a could. sign in trade. So, okay, see that's the one thing. If someone like Houston or Detroit, someone that has an abundance amount of cap wants to throw a ton of money at Kyrie and they offer more than we do, he'll Kyrie probably will take that. But I don't think any of those teams are going to throw it at Kyrie. It would be and we've seen reports that, that his market yeah. is pretty much Dallas, Dallas versus Dallas. It's just Dallas. Well, it's so like why would like I mean why would Houston do it? They have so many young pieces around. They're not ready to win now. Why would well, you? For some reason, they seem like they really want hard. I think Kyrie. I, I think Fred Van Fleet. I think that the Harden thing's a lot of smoke. Honestly, for they sure. said but that they're preparing an offer for Van Fleet for two years, eighty-three million. I, I think Van Fleet would make more sense as to get a grown-up in there to kind of mentor their young guards. But especially with Houston, yeah, it's like you, you want hard. all of your guards are so young. You want a kind of a big brother kind of guy in there. And I don't know if you want like Kyrie's a, like a that grown up. Mature yeah. guy. And I think Van Vliet is that guy. He's yeah. won a championship. He's like 30 at this point. Yeah, I like Van Vliet, but I don't think they're really gonna make a push for Kyrie. Kyrie's market yeah. is obviously very it's Dallas, very tiny. 
Well, there's also so, so many really good guards in the league as it is right now. It's and it's just there's not a lot of places where he fits or that have the cap space. Exactly. And it's like well, we're I mean, the one team where it like truly like, makes sense. Yeah, they would Philly have, have They would have back. to do a sign and trade. If, if let's just say, yeah, well, we Tobias and Maxi, they're not going to get. They Maxie. wouldn't give us all that. I mean, they're talking about doing Maxi, and I mean, people are throwing around Maxi and a pick for Dame. No, but but Kyrie and Dame, I mean, they're the same different. level player. But, Obviously, but the other shit. Is I don't. Dame Phil, comes with Phil, less baggage. Yeah, Dame comes with a lot less baggage. I think there's zero percent chance Kyrie has any possibility of going to Philly. I do too. I'm just throwing out. Other possibilities other yeah. than Dallas, but I it's going to be Dallas. Da- the late Dallas is obviously the yeah. clear favorite, probably minus five hundred to go to Dallas if there's betting odds. Yeah, and then L. A. and then a few of these maybe Miami. Cap. You maybe throw Milwaukee in there if yeah, Milwaukee if wanted wanna, to change it up and like throw give us. You could probably make some fun hypothetical trades with those. Or you could make a ton, but yeah, I think it's pretty simple with with Kyrie. You know, I heard a small. good one from Nick Wright, the Clippers. I saw that they too. could give us either Paul George or Kawhi straight up. They could. I just, which that as would a be Dallas amazing fan, that'd be great. Us. I don't see the Clippers doing that. But I mean, and I saw his argument for selling jerseys, Kyrie in L. A. Obviously, yeah. I mean, that's market, new stadiums opening. But, like, i well, this is the thing. Paul George and Kawhi have one more year under contract, then they're gone. Yeah, and I, I mean, don't think they're coming back to L. A. I, I no, I I saw that video too, and I like that's a pipe dream, obviously, as a Mavs fan to get Paul or Kawhi for Kyrie. But. I think that could be something the Clippers would consider, though, knowing that knowing that George and Kawhi have only one year left, and then you know, like if we do sign and trade for Kyrie, it's a four year deal, so he's gonna be here for four years. That might yeah, convince I mean, the they, other player we don't do trade to stay. Anything maybe Paul George for Kyrie because they say you can't stay healthy in the play. But I know, but I don't think LA believes that a Kyrie Paul George do even if they are healthy could win it all. A a, a Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi and a Kawhi, no, I'm saying a Kawhi yeah. Kyrie if they're healthy fully forced that I was gonna say who do you could. think actually well one who would the Clippers rather trade and who would you rather have I would, obviously you'd take Kawhi but there's so much I, shit that comes play. with it I would rather have Kawhi and I think they'd rather trade PG. I t- I think I agree with you but I I think that I think. In that organization, that would be a real discussion about what. Like, let's say they're hell bent on getting Kyrie. I think they'd have a long meeting about which one. Because I think Kawhi's pissed them off to high hell. Oh yeah, I mean, I know Ty Lue was super pissed by the time he left. There yeah. were so many reports about they were well, just he was just pissed off because he couldn't play. Ty Lue's there; he could probably mend Kyrie a little bit. Yeah, I just don't see themselves convincing them, convincing themselves that I Kyrie don't know could be it. I mean, I don't know. I, it's a fun idea, but yeah. I mean, shit. I mean, part of part of me would almost. Uh, they're both so injury prone, but Paul George plays. I guess does he play more than Kawhi? I mean, I think he so. does. Yeah, he but does. I mean, Kawhi's just like he had like one really good game in the playoffs after he load managed the entire and then he season. Tore his meniscus then, like randomly. It's just yeah. like he didn't even like look bad in the game. There was no sign. You didn't even anything. see the injury, and it no. happened. Yeah, like yeah. But, just, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, well, another guy that's moving on. We just briefly mentioned him, but Fred Van Fleet. Uh, I mean, it sounds like, do you, do we think he's going back to Toronto or I feel like there's going to be a I new feel, home? I feel like there. Van Fleet, like something's going to come out of left field. I like some random team's going to pick him up. And yeah. we, I feel like we don't know yet. I don't think he's going back to, I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be another deal to where one of these teams with cap space, like the magic or the rockets are going to offer him a bunch of money to go be that big brother type of point guard in there and kind of, you know, set the example, maybe hope to, he accelerates the progression of some of their young guards. I was about the That's Mets. what I see. Can he go to the Mets? Do they have the cap? I was going to say, do they have cap? I don't think they have the cap. The only the I mean, team Va- Van Vliet is the prime guy that's going to a cap above. You've heard team. rumblings about Van Vliet to Philly. Obviously, it'd have to be a sign and trade pending they lose Harden. 
I think that could be interesting, though. You have Nick Nurse in there. Now, the only concern you have is you have Maxi and Van Fleet, I don't, so you have two undersized guards. Even, even if they lose uh, Harden, I don't think they have the cap like other teams would to offer Van Vliet. No, they wouldn't. That's what I'm saying. you got to do the sign-in yeah, trade. Yeah, sign-in trade. But that's the thing. I, I still think you'd you'd probably have to give up Tobias still. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I, yeah my, I think. Which, after that Mobley, that report that came out about them offering Tobias to Cleveland for Mobley and, like, someone else and a first-round pick, I don't even know if they would do Van yeah. Fleet for Tobias straight up. I think Van, con- considering that he got paid once, this is going to be his last big payday. Probably he's going to go to a team with rich cap room. Yeah, that's what I think. But what is it going to be? Houston, Houston, the Magic, maybe Utah, where they just took on Collins. I, don't I feel like the San Bar- Antonio. I was just about to say the Magic yeah. makes the Magic could be kind of spicy. San Antonio, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah, that'd be actually really. I think good. the Magic could be kind of spicy for sure. You got you got Wagner. You got. Paulo, the only you got Markel Fultz. Yeah. Like you got I some mean, good. Pieces. I mean, the thing with the Magic is they have Fultz, they have Cole Anthony, they have Jalen Suggs. Right. They just drafted Anthony Black, so if they were to sign Van Vliet, that's true. You're getting rid of at least one of the. You're not getting rid of Black. You just picked them. They're probably getting rid of Fultz or Suggs or Anthony. They've been they've been trying or to. I bet Anthony. I bet Cole Anthony's gone. Or Anthony. one of the, yeah one of those would be gone for sure. But yeah, I think that could be an interesting team. I mean, go to yeah. the Magic wouldn't be competing for a championship, but yeah. I think they'd be right in the thick to, of it, to, competing for the playoffs I, to help out their young guys. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind it. I like the Spurs too because I think with Wemby coming in there, they're going to be probably pretty competitive. Not obviously, and they're like going to want to get him help too. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they're going to have to get him help. There's, I just don't know if Devin Vassell. I just don't know if you're San Antonio if you want to go for a 30 year old guy on a big contract. Like, I feel like if you're San Antonio, you'd want to go get, like, the Grant Williams of the world and the Dylan Brooks of the world, the guys who are still, like, somewhat young yeah. that you're not going to have to pay a fortune for. Because if you give Van Fleet a four-year deal, like, really when the Spurs are really going to be able to compete is in, like, three I, three years. Yeah. And that's when Van Fleet's 34 years old making $45 million, which yeah. I don't know if let, they want let, that. Let's, let's, y'all guess what he shot from the field last year. Fred Van, Fred Van Fleet. Three-pointer. Just from the field. field 39%. 39%. What? I only looked. I saw. He's yesterday. one of the least efficient players in he the NBA. He shot thirty nine percent from the field. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. that's terrible. Yeah, it's really bad. That's beyond. <laughs> well, bad. the fact oh that he's like god. the fact that he was like I mean he was like the go to guard on that team yeah. like beside I mean the, I don't know if that's probably Siakam but I mean he's probably taking a lot of shots he probably shouldn't be. I'd yeah, imagine. he's taking a lot of high highly contested yeah. shots. Well, he's their only guard. Well, really. if he goes somewhere like Orlando, it's like you know. Franz is going to take care of a lot of the ball handling. Paulo's going to take a lot of shots. Right. He probably is. And he's taking, a good playmaker. He's probably so. taking more efficient shots. You yeah. would think because he's the kind of guy like all of these contenders want him, but they don't have the cap room to get him. So yeah. right. he's going to go to a young team with cap to help out their young guys. Probably I, I would think. So the Lakers could be interested. They could still only offer that thirty-two. Yeah. They'd have to do a sign and trade yeah. probably. Yeah. I mean, they but could yeah. do something around D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, moving on to another. Uh, intriguing guy chris middleton opted out of his uh option with the bucks so he's technically a free agent it sounds like he's probably going to go back on a lesser deal for like go yeah if we want to parlay just get brooke lopez out of the way too i think they both go back to milwaukee i think lopez is gone you he's think there's been a lot of money so many rumors about him going to so many places houston's been a big name for brooke and he's lopez. so old now that it's like and he could still cash in because he's still so good. I mean, he was defensive player of the year running last year. Yeah. He stretched the floor. He's a great I mean, shooter. He's a great center any team presence. dreams of having. Exactly. No, I mean, I think like a team like the Warriors, obviously a team like Warriors would have to do sign and trade for him, especially getting Chris Paul. They need a big to run pick and roll with. 
That could be a great but spot. But they, they, there's no realistic scenario for them to get Brooke Lopez. They'd have to sign and trade. I mean, for they, sure. Who? I what contract they getting off though? Yeah. I mean, they already got. I mean, how much? I mean, I know the pool contract. It would have to be Wiggins or like Draymond. Well, yeah. I mean, unless they wanted to go deep into the luxury tax, and then, well, you know what you could do? You could go deep into the luxury tax for a year, and then you would have to plan on not resigning Clay the next season. Well, no, they they can't yeah. trade at all for him unless they match it. The salary stuff. Are they over the second apron? Yeah, they're one of the oh, hot, yeah, they're they're yeah, they are one of the most taxed. Oh, I think teams. even after the pool deal, they're still well over. Yeah, no. yeah Chris Paul's yeah. still bringing in thirty mil. If they and I don't think th- him. Yeah, unless they trade a Chris Paul for him, but that wouldn't make any sense for Milwaukee. I think they both because I think with the, the thing with Milwaukee is like, I think if Milwaukee looked last postseason, they had a healthy Chris and a healthy Giannis, then they feel like they could have ran the East and won the finals. Of course. And if you're Milwaukee, it's like you let one or both those guys go. I don't think they can Then how does that help Giannis? Gian- they can. They're just going to go really can. deep. Because the, they're, their, they're on the bucks. They could just yeah. go deeper in the tax. And I, I think Who's their owner, though? I mean, does their I owner know, have those pockets to do that? I think I think that's what will happen with it. But, I mean, outside of Giannis, and the, they don't – I mean, they're paying Drew. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be one of the most taxed teams in the league if they sign both those. I feel like Middleton comes back. I I just have a feeling Lopez is gone. I don't know where he's I feel going. Like somebody could offer. I, I Lopez just some good I just money. feel like Lopez is such a like a center like that is such a hot commodity for teams to get that some team will come out and be like, all right, we'll pay for Brook Lopez. I think whether it's a young I think team Houston, or not. Houston's a prime time for all of these. Of like, course, like three to s- seven or eight top free agent yeah. guys because they have like sixty five million cap. And they keep talking about how they want to speed up the progression of this yeah. team and well, especially accelerate with the rebuild. So, I mean, yeah. you think Portland could give them a big deal or give them enough money? Not if they re-sign Jeremy Grant. Yeah, they have to let. And Jeremy then also Grant too, go. it's like even if you're Portland, you sign Brook Lopez. What, you're what? still garbage. Well, you're, it you're sounds getting like a five, it sounds seed, like they still game. think Tops, they're gonna try and yeah. win now, and it's the GM's coming out saying they think they can win now, which is like I don't, I don't even know think what I don't even think Portland's doing. worth even talking about at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm yeah, I don't even want to talk about Portland. I, I don't, I don't know what the fuck Portland's doing. just that just it just pisses me off yeah, to talk about just, Portland. Yeah. No yeah. Man, yeah. They're just I'm ridiculous. Uh so another guy, Draymond Green. I mean, it's kind of we just think for sure he's going back to Golden State. Or I, yeah. I think he's going back to Golden State. But one team, I don't think he'll leave. But the Kings, I think the Kings, Kings would be intriguing. There's the Mike Brown connection, yep. and we saw last year, even when Green played with Looney, they were still great. I, I don't think yep. this, and I know he had the Sabonis beef in the playoffs, but a, the Kings defense was terrible, and I think a guy like Draymond would benefit the Kings tremendously. Yeah. But oh I don't yeah. I don't think he leaves Golden State though. I don't think he leaves Golden State. I think the fit with him and Sabonis would be kind of weird because Sabonis is kind of that big man facilitator for that team too. But like he, I, I like I don't know where he, Sabonis Green would, is. Green Green is their vocal defensive guy. 100%. He he's there it. for the defense, but offensively I feel like I don't know I mean, where his ran, value when they ran his Green value, and Looney last year they played well with right, both but, them in there. Right. But Looney doesn't pass. Sabonis is a great passer. Sabonis runs that like point big man role for them, averaging like five six assists a game. Like I, I feel like the value of Green offensively would be diminished by going to Sacramento. I feel like he wouldn't have the same 
effect on the offense because he, he's yeah. obviously going to have the effect on the defense, but he's so valuable for the Warriors offensively too because of his passing and his setting up plays and everything. I think they're making a real p- – I mean, they got rid of Holmes for a reason. They're, they're, they, oh, yeah, yeah they got they're, like 32 in they're, cap. They're, I, they're, trying to get, they're trying to get somebody. Yeah. So, and I think for Sacramento, that would be their dream signing. It, it'd be a great – I mean, it'd be a great signing for them in general. Just and you, they're and an you weaken one of your top opponents in the Warriors. 100%. Too, if you, if you and, they're, and they're an up-and-coming team too. Like, they're one of those young teams in the West that it's like yeah. – this team's going to be here for a while. They're yeah. not on the level of Denver, but it's like like Denver's going to be here for a while. Sacramento's going to be here for a while. Like yeah. who knows if they're ever going to make a finals, but, but they're going to be competitive. They're going to be competitive. So going to get another top-notch guy like Draymond, obviously with the championships helps a ton. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are there any other free agents you guys want to talk about? Um or do you just want to I mean there's Harden, but I think most likely Harden Harden's goes Harden's back. going to seven to six. It's just I think it's Houston going back to or yeah, it's there's the Houston thing. Harry Harden would have to sell his soul to go back to Houston. Houston would have to sell their soul to bring him back. Houston that would be so stupid of Houston. That'd be, that'd be bad. I mean, it, like what is Houston trying to do with that? I mean, they'd be trying to to sell tickets and get a big A list name in there. I mean, Harden's not that kind of player right now. I think Houston can sell tickets right now. I mean, their young core is insane. Not as like like not if they had Harden. Well, right. Well, it's because the connection of Harden. But I think, but like I said earlier, I I think the Harden to Houston is a bunch of smoke. For sure. And Harden's using that to help his advantage to have Philly pay him that max. Oh, for sure. And I think he also is using that. That's benefiting him tremendously. Because a lot of reports came out they didn't like Doc either, and I think the Sixers were kind of like, you guys either got to pick Harden or Doc, and they clearly chose. It sounds like they're choosing Harden. Well, yeah, go with Doc. Yeah. But yeah, I think and then with Philly's case, I think they don't really. They're kind of in a sticky situation where they don't. They don't have much of a choice. They no. kind of have to resign yeah. at this point. Yeah. So, no, he was too. In, he was too important to what they did last but year. But that's the thing. Like with Harden, like let's say they re-sign Harden, and I know this is getting a little off track, but if they re-sign Harden, get bounced in the second round again, then the Embiid stop talk yeah. starts. And then we're that and then really we're really starts. talking about something. We're really talking about Embiid moving next off season because if you sign Harden to a three-year deal and you flame out in the second round again. It's like, all right, it's time. Yeah. Like, something's got to change. And yeah. Harden's not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, you got Tobias still on a ridiculous contract. Max is young. It's like I think Tobias is going to be gone before the next season. but prob- I mean, probably. More than likely. But yeah, I, I don't like know what team's going to take his contract. Though. I mean, I feel like those are all the free agents worth talking about. No, for sure. Uh, you guys drop any trades you guys find yourself I have I Okay, I have one trade. Now, th- this, is, uh, this isn't very realistic, but just, just hear me out. And so I, I ran this through the NBA trade machine, and it, it, it makes sense, and it would go through if this actually happened. Mm-hmm. But Kawhi Leonard no, that's terrible. for Gary Trent, Chris Bocher, Thaddeus Young, and four first-round picks from oh, Toronto. Going back, to, going back going, to Toronto. Kawhi's going back to Toronto. L.A. at this point, they're going to a full rebuild. They're going to trade Paul George, too. They're picking up four first unprotected picks, which in today's NBA, these picks are valued more than ever. Yep. And for a 33-year-old Kawhi Leonard, I mean, especially what we're seeing, guys like Bradley Beal. I think that's a great – if you can get four firsts for Kawhi. And even at that point, you're getting Jerry Trent and Chris Bocher. Those, like, they're not great players, but those are two decent young Decently guys. Young. You know, yeah. They could eventually flip for something, too. But then for Toronto's thing, at this point, if Toronto makes this trade, they're obviously – they're going all in, right? They're going to yeah. re-sign yeah. Van Vliet, get deep in the tax, and they're going to uh, re-sign Jacob Hurdle, too. Yeah. And imagine a Toronto team with Fred Van Fleet, OG Anubi, 
Kawhi Leonard, Pascal Siakam, well, I don't Jacob Hurdle, Scotty Barnes, Grady Dick, Precious Achua. I, well, I don't think they'd be able to re-sign Van Fleet with that. Well, they could if they just go because he they got he got drafted by. Yeah, someone. I mean they 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 could. That, they'd they, be going. They would be they would be in, they would the be tax. in the Clippers type of tax haven. Yeah, but this is a move that where if Toronto says you know what we're kind of in no man's land right now and we want to regain and make the country of Canada. Happy yeah. and ecstatic like we were a few years ago when Kawhi yeah. won it for us. Could you imagine the defense with OG Kawhi Siakam and Pirtle in your starting four? Yeah, that deep just well Van Fleet too. The, Van the Fleet's a good is defender. one thing, but that defense invent that defense alone would be insane. Oh yeah, I think if if they I know and that's obviously like not that realistic, but if they could run a starting five of that, and then you have Scotty Barnes as your sixth man, Grady Dick with the offensive punch. Off I the mean, bench, good lord, Precious Achua coming off. The, I mean. Just, I think it's between that they would be right there with Boston as the Vegas in Milwaukee. Oh, no if you have a healthy Kawhi, I mean, I'd take them over everyone. Yeah, I mean, well, dude, j- between Kawhi, OG, Pascal, and Scotty Barnes, I mean, your perimeter defense is going to be oh, just off the That charts. might be one. Of, that might be the best perimeter defense of any team ever. Literally, yeah. Like, and I like my thing with the, for Toronto. The case for Toronto is like. They're just stuck in this no man's land right now. So, and I know they're not going to do this probably, but it's like, why not either go all in with something like that or, blow or keep Scotty and then trade everything else? Yeah. And if they were to make a move like that, oh my God, could you imagine Raptors fans would yeah. be jizzing their pants? Yeah. You know how oh excited God, yeah. they would be? I mean, that 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 would be a scary starting five right there. And still yeah. with good pe- – Scotty Barnes, your sixth man. Mm-hmm. Grady Dick with the offensive firepower off the bit. They don't the even shooting. need – Grady Dick doesn't need to play a lick of defense. Just shoot for us, young man. Yeah. And, I mean, pressure to shoot. a really interesting spot because Toronto has so many pieces. It's they do. You don't know what they're doing. And, I mean, they already – they made the move once. Yeah. They could do it again. I guess – I feel like the only way that would happen is if, like, Kawhi is actually, like, playing and, like, halfway through the season – like the Raptors, like fuck it, we're gonna put all our chips in because I feel yeah. like, like still a deadline. I move. still feel like I mean, yes, trading. I feel like unfortunately, the going price for Kyrie would or for Kawhi would be those all those first round picks, but it's like he just does not. I don't play. know if it would four firsts for Kawhi. He just does. not I, I don't. I, I could. I could have said those pieces in two or three picks. Yeah, I, I just said that because I think if LA was in the mindset of let's blow it up, they, yeah. they would accept that trade. A hundred percent. I think oh, yeah. they. I think they well, might I mean, accept Gary, that trade. Gary Trent Jr. and Chris. Bocher, those are two good young players. Yeah, they're nothing that's going to be a foundational piece, but those are good guys to have in a rebuild. You yeah, know? yeah. Well, I think like, Gary Trent's a free agent, so we'll see. No, what he's got two more years. He's got two more years. Yeah, still. two for. He's on two for seventeen a year. That's not great. So yeah, I mean, I and yeah, I mean for Toronto that if you get a healthy Kawhi come playoff time with that core. And we've already seen Kawhi went with Toronto once. I mean, the thing is, he did leave Toronto for a reason. Well, but in that hypothetical world, if they do that, Paul George is moving. Mm-hmm. They're oh, not yeah. keeping both. They're like, oh yeah, no. Pa- and that Paul ha- George yeah. is gone. Yeah. At and, that point. and that in that world, Paul, they're they're unloading Paul George. They're unloading Batum, Morris, whoever's so what making do you, I money. I mean, right, they can to, to go in a full. They're going to full rebuild. If they do I mean, the sure. Paul George for Scoot Henderson makes sense in that world. Yeah, if you do the swap there. Which I think for the Clippers would be amazing. Yeah. And that's a whole rabbit hole we could go down. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Do you have any trades? No. I had uh I had what did I have? I had another one I had. This one's probably a trade for next season, if it were to get to that with the Sixers, you know, getting bounced in the second round. Mm-hmm. But it, Joel Embiid for Jalen Williams, Poku, the other Jalen Williams. 
Trey Mann, and there's a bunch of other picks, like four or five picks they could add. But I think the Thunder are set up to where they've collected oh, yeah. so many assets. And, they, like, all you can't use all these picks, right? Yeah. No. And the Thunder, they are – if they got an Embiid – What are you going to do with Chet? Yeah, I mean, you run Chet at the four. I mean, Chet – I feel like Chet, you could just trade Chet at that you point. You could probably trade. But the Thunder are one team that I think next season comes around. They're going to be a team to where any of these disgruntled superstars, they are obviously the primetime team to go 100%. make a splash. You pair a Shea with Joel Embiid, and then you got the ascension of Josh Giddy. Yep. You got – Case and Wallace. Well, shit. If you throw it. in, if you throw in Chet instead of the good Jalen Williams, you keep Jalen Williams. Yeah, I mean, you I don't, do, I, I don't see how Chet and and Joel would. And with that, you you, you, you could you, you could you could do that one either way. Yeah. However you yeah. want to do it. I think the Thunder still value Chet more than the Jalen, the good Jalen Williams. Oh, I do too. <laughs> in fact, they have two. Jaylen I really, I really, yeah, I, know. I will say, I do like the Thunder at some point. Whenever they decide, they're, they're like, going to go they're ready. Like they will go oh, ahead. Oh, well, they have all the assets, and I think they're a lot closer than we think. Hundred. Oh, with oh yeah, well, they made the I play mean, in yeah. last year. Yeah, with Shea and Giddy. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're and and the good Jalen Williams. They're ready yeah. to go. Oh, like, and Lou Dort. And like, we don't even know what Chet. I mean, what if Chet goes and balls out? Right. You know? So yeah. they. And then I had one more. This is a smaller one, but I think DeAndre Ayton's going to be out of Phoenix. But DeAndre Ayton to the Bulls for Patrick Williams, Alex Caruso, and Derek Jones. I don't really know how I like this for the Bulls as much because that team's not contending. But for the Suns' sake, you get Patrick Williams, who's still on a rookie deal. Good go and start your four. You get Alex Caruso, who made an all-defensive team. Yeah. And then Derek Jones, who's your eighth, ninth guy. I just well, yeah, don't but they also they just, just extended. They just extended uh, Vucevic. Vucevic. Oh, did they extend yeah, Vucevic? Yeah, three years, 60 million. Million. I didn't no. see that. Yeah. So that, that yeah. I, but no. if, for that one, if I'm the Suns, I'm looking for a trade like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, I think going back to Embiid, I think if Embiid ever becomes available, I really think the Knicks are going to 100%. do everything in their the power. The Knicks are going to break the bank there. for him. Yeah. Oh, they will. That's where the, R- that's where the R.J. Barrett too. trade comes yeah. in. 100%. Yeah. yeah. All right, just hypothetically going down the Mavs rabbit hole, we have some assets now, some young assets. Yeah. We got a few. <laughs> we're going to get more picks in the future. If we were to let Kyrie walk. Which is or, not happening. Or we <laughs> just hypothetically. If we let Kyrie walk, or we, or we trade him, let's say we trade him to Houston for like Kevin Porter Jr. and Sagoon or whatever, then Billy flames out in the playoffs next year. We package Sagoon, KPJ, Josh Green, Omax, and two firsts. Send it to Philly for Joel. I mean, like I feel like if you're Dallas, like are you? Is that not on your radar? Like, listen, like. There, th- there is a real possibility that a generational big man who would be perfect to fit with Luca, like that Giannis narrative happened three years ago. That was like, there is an opportunity next offseason where if Philly flames out in the second round, which I think everyone would bet they would, you have the potential to I, make that see, trade. I like that. I don't think Dallas is looking that deep down the rabbit hole, though. I think they're just saying we're just going to re-sign. I Kyrie. feel like they got to have it See, on their it, radar. I mean, they're though. trying in to build a, a hypothetical right now and re-sign Kyrie. Right, so but like, in a hypothetical world, if if we, you could say that's on the table next season, I'd love that. But it very well could be. It it could. I be, mean, I, is anyone thinking the Sixers are going to win the East next year? I don't think so. No, but I think the Sixers think they can. So I, I they thought they could on. for five years. Now. But but the bigger part of that is the fact of Dallas trading Kyrie to a team like Houston. To get those right, pieces it's the Kyrie issue. It's the Kyrie issue that and I don't know Dallas how you get around. Tr- signs Kyrie, then we're married to him. 
The only thing so you could you, possibly you do is you sign him and you trade him at the deadline or something. Because if, if Embiid becomes available next offseason, then we do not trade Kyrie to get those pieces that would be a part of that hypothetical trade. Then Josh Green and Omax and some picks, there's going to be someone offering a way better package for Embiid. Well, you'd be th- you would throw in our whole young core. You would have to do Omax, and I still Lively. Hardy, the Thunder Green, would still be able to top that package. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, if I had to well, with Chet, if, with Chet spearheading if that package. There, if there was a, a place to bet on Embiid's next team, I would bet the Thunder. I would bet the Knicks just because I feel like the Knicks are going to do everything yeah. in their power. And this, yeah. and this is down a deep, deep rabbit hole. Yeah. Deep, deep. No, hole. but that's a serious conversation about Joel Embiid. Like, oh, for it's sure. not happening now, but, we but that conversation year. is going to yeah, happen. Next season, year. if they flame out in the yeah. second round. That's going to be a very – that's going to yeah, dominate sure. headlines. Well, especially, year. I mean, the scapegoat was Doc Rivers. They got him out of there. It's like at this point, if he doesn't get past second round, it's – I mean, we've – he is. He was a complete bitch, and we think we should get past there anyway. Well, the scapegoat, but I think, will be Harden at that point. But, but then what do you do if you've signed Harden to a three-year deal? Mm. No, I, no, I think you're married to him. But I think the for the media's eyes and the fans' eyes, Harden oh, will still be the scapegoat. I don't know. I think. The and me- I think, I think Embi- the media is Embi- turning Embi- on Embi- I think Embiid. I think we are. I think Embiid would have to say he wants out of Philly for them to trade him. Hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, Philly wouldn't trade and be no, unless he, he demanded. He it. would have to say, "I want out." But I think he could, he could after next offseason. Yeah. Especially, we'll, we'll, see, we'll see next. Especially year. if he's looking down the barrel of, "I'm stuck with James, an aging James Harden for the next three years because we just signed him to a three-year max. We won't let Maxi develop. We're still stuck on Tobias's contracts. Like, what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. Like, we've been running into a brick wall here for five years. Yeah. And yeah. I could really see him because he's what 28, 29 now. Yeah. That it's like I have to go win. Like. Well, I don't have I, a choice now. I really think because the last couple of years he's got his injuries have happened. Just like these like soft tissue bullshit starts happening in the playoffs, and he's not playing as well. I feel like this happened a lot this past year because he was so hell bent on winning the MVP that he played a lot more when he probably didn't have to in the other yeah. seasons. Because like cause, like the Nuggets that last month they didn't go all out by any means. So I feel like this next year I feel like Embiid is probably going to load manage himself a little bit more. So he is. And that's what I said run. last week too. Is they should load manage him next year. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I think now these guys. He got his MVP. Like, you like can check that yeah. one off, Joe. Okay. Do you, do you think any way Knicks or the Sixers would trade to Brooklyn? Just for, for what? A ben package. Simmons? But do you think they would trade him that close, like to home? Do you think they would trade him in their own? If they had division? the best package. I mean, I mean because maybe. I mean, like just hypothetically, if Brooklyn were to trade for Dame. This offseason, I don't know how much you – it depends on how much you'd have to give up for Dame. If they still had the assets to do it, if you could get Dame, Mikel Bridges, and Joel Embiid, Jeez. you would be rocking That'd be a rolling. fun team. Yeah. And that's a team that has the assets to do it. Yeah. And you also take him away from your rival, the Knicks, too. Yeah. Which would be we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with him. Yeah. I mean, that's always – It'll be – I mean, that'll be an interesting narrative to cover all season. That's next yeah. offseason talk. Um. <laughs> okay. Well, let's move on. Uh, I brought up a nice little juicy segment. It's gonna be juicy, juicy, juicy as fuck. Uh, it's gonna be a Jokic or blank player, and these are all-time guys. You got to pick in their primes. Who would you rather have? Push comes to shove. Like to be the centerpiece. To of be the team. centerpiece. Yeah, of your the franchise. centerpiece of your franchise. Yeah. So you get them at like twenty-three. Yeah, whatever. Whatever when, his whenever prime the, is. Whatever whenever the, okay. whatever the guys best prime version was, of okay. these guys are. Okay. Sick. All right, first up. The Joker or Kevin Durant? I'm picking Joker. We have we, we just saw the Joker 
win the over championship Kevin Durant? as the as the too. favorite one. Katie has not done that. What the only no. two championships? Katie buddy won. played the Heat. He was also one A and one B. What they lose? What four, with, three with or four Steph. games in the pool? You, you, you could say he was the one on the Warriors. He was the one on the Warriors. It. But he was could, the best player. But on there's both. also an argument to say like Steph was the most valuable piece. Yeah. He also but, joined but a 73 I think and this season with the Nuggets, there's obviously zero argument that Jokic was not the most important player. He's off yeah. back-to-back MVP, or two years in a row. He should have won MVP this yep. year. And Jok- Jokic makes everyone around him so much better on a level that KD does not. The way Jokic fas- the moves the ball makes God- – Bruce Brown's about to get 20 mil a year because okay, of Jokic. Bruce Brown was awesome on the What Nets did Aaron too. Gordon do before Jokic? We well, thought, he was we stuck of, in Orlando. But we so. thought, but, but before this, we thought of Aaron Gordon as a draft bust. More yeah. so, what has KD really done okay, since he's left the Warriors? Let me just make this argument. One, when Kevin Durant was with Oklahoma City. Wait, would you pick KD or Jokic? I'm still deciding. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to make the argument for the sake of argument. When he was with OKC, he was going through the Mavs. When the Mavs were really good, he was going through the Duncan Spurs. He was going through the Kobe Lakers. And if he ever got through, he was going against the LeBron Heat. I know Jokic and what Denver did this season was amazing. Let's not act like they had to go through that much talent and superior teams that, like, the West was 10 years ago. How many MVPs does KD have? Uh, One. Jokic has two. Beat that. Well, Steve Nash has two. I think he's so going to get another one. Kobe has one. Steve Nash has two. So I don't know if that's. And I think Jokic is going to win another finals or two, honestly. Yeah, he might. But I, also, I, I but also think, it's like, I I think when, when Durant was by himself on that Oklahoma Oklahoma City team, when it was his team, the talent that he had to go through and the, the competition he had to go through, I think was Far better. I mean, you can look at Jokic did this hard. season. You can look at that, well, but he also a few years. He also had a Golden prime State. Russell Westbrook and a young James Harden. Well, he had Harden for like a year or two. A year or two. Was. And then when he was for the man. Warriors, he played with the best team ever. Right. But, yeah. But then no, since I'm not he's defending the Warriors. State, thing, it's just he hasn't. I mean, what has he done? I mean, what he he was. I hasn't mean, if done nothing. If his foot was on the line, time. but his foot was on the line. I think I would. I think I would take Jokic. I think that's really fucking close. It's very I close, but I th- Jokic gets everyone involved. I mean, I think Jokic is more that LeBron factor where it's like, exactly. You can put it. You, you can just, give you him just a shitty it. team. You just answered it. Yeah, but he's also the him? Jordan factor where it's like if you give uh, Kevin no, Durant no, a good no, team, no, no, yes, no, no. it is. He doesn't have that that dog no, like Jordan no, does. But by when any you means. can get a hired gun like Jordan or Durant and put him on an already great team, they're unbeatable. Like LeBron, at, and you know, I think the world of LeBron, he's the greatest player of all time. So, wait, so hold on. If you're saying KD has the Jordan like factor, right? Jordan. He had, plays more he, like he that had, style. But then why couldn't KD do it with, with a prime Russell Westbrook and a James Harden who wasn't at his peak, but he was still an all star caliber player? I think that, I, I think that was one because Durant wasn't a leader. And I think still two, they were, they were still isn't a leader. Still isn't a leader. Jokic right. is a You're leader. Right. He's yeah. still not a leader. Jokic, Jokic, is, were Jokic is probably that. the most selfless player let me in the answer, league. Let me answer oh, your question. Yeah. You're right. Durant's never been a leader. I think Jokic is a better leader. I think that has more to do with how the West was. Dude, back then, the fucking seven seed in the no, West was I, winning 50 games. I, like, I, I the get, West was I, insane. You I had, get that argument, you but the, you cannot fault Jokic I'm not faulting Jokic. I'm still saying I'd probably pick Jokic. But I'm saying, like, saying Durant, like, I know Durant never won one with OKC, 
But what he had to go through, you had, like I said, Kobe Lakers, Duncan Kawhi Spurs, you had Dirk Mavs, you had CP Blake Griffin Clippers. Like, that conference was insane. You had Marcus Saul, Grit and Grind Memphis, who was the two seed every year. Like, that, the West back then was like the best the conference has ever been. So I know it was hard. And then if you ended up getting out of that complete shit fest of the West, then you came up against LeBron, Wade, and Bosch. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand the thing. He didn't win it, and I do fault him for that. But at the same time, it's like that man was having to go up against, like, the best the league has been in the Western well, he Conference. he was also so young for a lot of that. Like, even when they made it to the finals yeah. against the Heat, they were like babies. In that they were babies. They shouldn't have been there. That, that Everyone no. was picking the Spurs to be there. Yeah. yeah. So, But I brought this up a few weeks ago. But if, if KD never went to the Warriors and he never had a chip on his resume – how would we view KD to this point? He'd be the greatest player ever to not have a finals. Oh, yeah. He'd, be the, he'd be the we, best we, player we, ever we to joke, not win a finals. Jokic, I mean, is there – Jokic is up there with boosting and elevating the guys around him than any anyone. He's up there with LeBron. With, yeah, he's yeah. up there. Yeah, and that's M- why making LeBron, players better. And that's why yeah. LeBron's your go. Fucking like Larry yeah, Bird, 100%. guys like that. Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. his basketball IQ – has, we've never seen a big man pass like this ever. The fact that he could hit – I mean, some of those threes Jokic he hit – just doesn't the, make mistakes. He, no, that's the thing. He's a he flawless, doesn't make any he's, mistakes. He's one of a kind. We've never seen a player like him ever. No, so we haven't. He's, ever. No, he's a complete unicorn. I like, fucking love Even Jokic. LeBron, like at peak LeBron, was averaging like six turnovers a game. Jokic, it's like every I mean, single time he gets the ball, he does the exact – like. If you ran it through a model, you'd be like, what's the best decision you can make with the ball in this specific scenario? He does that every single and time. And his he has stock the ball. is only going to get higher because 100%. they're going to lose Bruce Brown, Jeff Green, whoever the fuck. But I mean, this core with him, Jamal, and Gordon is locked in. And th- I think they got a few more chips in him. I, I would take Jokic because if we're just saying I get this player to build my franchise around, I think it's easier to build your franchise around Jokic. Obviously, they're both just all time great players. But like, it, it like if someone could tell me like I have another MVP level player on my team, that's when I would say okay maybe I'll take KD. But in the world of just saying I'm gonna build around one guy and we'll see what happens with the rest of it, I'd probably take Jokic. Yeah. Well, I think also like Jokic's usage rate like isn't up there with a lot of other guys because he doesn't just like sit and dribble. A lot no, of he's does, he just gets, like a fulcrum. He he's a gets, fulcrum in the offense. He gets everybody involved. Yeah. Everyone has the ball. Everyone touches the ball. Yeah. It's like that's what makes him so good. Is like I mean, they always would play better when he had when those assist numbers were higher than yeah. when they're lower. Even if he drops fifty, the team plays better when he drops twenty five. Yeah. And has those twelve assists. But yeah, I mean I Katie's fantastic. One of the all time greats. But I don't know, Jokic does more for me in the end, I feel like. I tend to agree. I I think that's razor thin though. Yes. Now would you would you say that Jokic's one is equal to KD's two. No, Jokic's one means more than KD's two. Yeah, I, 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 I completely. Yeah, no, I'd agree. I, I, I don't give a shit that KD won two finals with Golden State. No, I, I, I don't care about that at all. Like th- those finals mean nothing to me. No, it's pretty funny how that worked out. Like we just like kind of like discredit them completely. <laughs> it's like, no, yeah, I mean, they, like he the, joined a seventy-three and nine team. Like yeah, after, they, after he just got beat too, and it was like really, dude. Like what the fuck. You, like, yeah, Th- that team was, I mean, already arguably, that team should have won the year before. They were up 3-1 on the Cavs. Obviously, LeBron came back and won, but it's like, yeah. 
that, that, that team was already one of the greatest teams of all time, and then you added a top 20 player all time to that team. Yeah, no, it's like, there's no reason. It was fucked up. Yeah. All right. Well, now we're going to talk Jokic or another player from that Warriors team. Jokic or Steph Curry? I'm going Steph. That's a – see, I think that one's a lot more tougher than Jokic or KD. I think it's because of leadership. I think the Jokic. leadership's the same. I think – yeah, it's probably the same. I think what Steph does offensively, I know what Jokic does offensively, getting his teammates involved and everything. What Steph does to a defense I'm and gonna, the pressure yeah. you have to give Steph, I'm taking I'm, Steph. I'm going to agree, and I'm going to – I don't – I feel like a lot of people would fall into recency bias and pick Jokic, but I'm going to pick Steph as well. I think I'm going to go Jokic. It might be recency bias, whatever. I just – Really? I, it's so hard, but – what Steph does to a defense, though, he it, does. He, like, he there's no one that's control. had more of a fact. He, Steph he has changed had the, the most game. He changed the fucking game on I mean. a defense. I'm, I'm ever. not mad. I, I could go either way on this one. Yeah, I'm just gonna give Steph the credit for what he has done. But when it's all said in what? In, how old is Jokic? Twenty eight. Twenty nine. In like seven that. eight years, when he's matched up with Steph's age, yeah. I easily can switch to Jokic. But just for right now, we gotta see what based he does. on what yeah. Steph has done. I'm gonna p- still pick Steph. I'm gonna tell him stuff too. Fuck, I'm going with Jokic. And I'm not mad. Ab- I I could easily go Jokic too. I could understand that. All right, Jokic or Kevin Garnett? Jokic by a country yeah, Jokic. mile. Country mile. Hell yeah. Uh, I would go Jokic as well. Jokic or Dirk? Oh, that, oh. Uh, uh, it stings, but uh, I'm gonna go Jokic. It's, it's Jokic. It's, <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's diehard match. It's really not. Close. I want to pick Dirk, but yeah, yeah. you can't pick. All right, Jokic and arguably maybe the best player in the game right now besides him, Giannis. Oh, that's tough. That's a that might be the toughest one. Giannis. I I'm going Giannis. I you be- could, I believe that you go either way on it. I w- for me it's the defense. Yeah, y- Giannis is just and so Jokic good has stepped up as a he's not an elite defender but he's yeah. a good defender. But Giannis got that. I mean, I, no one's going to argue that Jokic doesn't have well, a dog in him, but Giannis also, has some fucking I think we're also in. looking at the next five years is going to be a battle between Giannis and Jokic. Probably. Like, I, 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 I would bet four out of the next five championships are won by the two of them. Yeah. I'm going to go Jokic. Like, that, that's how NBA history works. Is like you typically, like, these teams form, these all-time great players form, and they run a decade. I'm going to go, think it's I'm gonna gonna be go Jokic, Jokic just because this is the first year we've seen Jokic with a fully just staffed really? personnel around him. And Giannis has had that for the past, what, three, four years? Yeah. So I'm, I'm going to go Jokic. I'm going Giannis. That's hard because, like, Jokic can truly take over a game offensively, but – Jokic, I mean, uh, Giannis can do the same thing on defense. He can do both. He can do both. But uh, Giannis offensively still isn't what, like, getting a bucket. Like, I mean, and just he did the, drop 50 points. He did, but I think Jokic, Jokic elevates the, the players around him more than Giannis. He but he also, he also hits so many, like, tough shots. Like, he, do, he hits some shots in these past playoffs that you're just like, there's no way in hell yeah. that's going in. I mean, and his some, touch on the Jokic rim doesn't make – even his three-point three point shooting is great nowadays. There's oh, yeah. not a weakness at all. The thing with Giannis is, like, you could – if he doesn't have pieces around him, you could just stack the deck inside on Giannis. Because like all Yo- he has the Jokic, HP dive. Jokic, like, you can't – if Jokic couldn't shoot threes, then sure. But he can shoot the three ball. There's yeah. no real weakness in Jokic at all. Even defense. defense 
He's still a yes. he's a good defender. He's a good defender. He's not a he's not obviously he's not a Giannis level. Him. He's not elite, right. but he is an adequate defensive center at this point. I'm gonna yeah. pick Jokic. Well, Giannis also can't really shoot. That's the other thing. Yeah, he can't shoot, me. and that's and what we won't and that's what well and that's what we saw in the Heat series. And when Giannis loses, teams just sag We've off. We've seen Giannis do it. Let him he shoot. did it when he didn't want yes. the chance. But over and but he can't shoot free, th- and you can get Giannis to the free throw line, I mean, and you could hope on that. Jokic, I don't. Jokic is. I think with Giannis, there's a game plan to where we know there's a way. You're not going to f- stop him fully, right? But there's a way that we could s- draw up something to limit him. With Jokic, there's no way to limit him. He's going to get his. The only way to limit him he, is to let him score 40. He, yeah, exactly. That's the best way to limit him. Exactly. But defensively, but you can't, but you can't, you you can't can, do that in a seven-game series. You can find weaknesses in his game defensively, too. Yes, absolutely. You could expose but him in defensively NBA, we, we, we value scoring and then yes. playmaking much more than defense. So I'm going to give it to Jokic. Yeah. I mean. Jokic's playmaking just, I think, elevates him. I'm going to go Giannis's because of his defense over it. But I mean, yeah, it's razor thin. Yeah, now, I could go either way on it. I'm wondering now if, if, like, if let's say Giannis and Jokic switch places, do you think who do you think wins that Bucks team with Jokic or that Nuggets team with Giannis? Like for this for this past season? Yeah, for this past season. Is Middleton healthy? Because it's pretty much the same team. Is Middleton healthy? Yes, it's basically like. Well, well if Middleton's healthy, yeah, give me y- Jokic. Actually, but they have Brooke Lopez. I don't know about the fit. It's all about the fit at that point. Yeah, though. you wouldn't have Brooke Lopez on your team at that point. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't really like that just because. I mean, I think they. I think they would have met. The fi- I still think the Nuggets would have won the finals. I. Th- I think if you had swapped Jokic and Giannis, I still think they would have beat the Timberwolves, the Suns, the Lakers, and the Heat. I mean, who? Yeah. I mean, like, do you think? I don't think the Heat are yeah. taking them but, but out. But I don't think that maybe argu- the Lakers. I don't, I don't, that I don't think that argument's Bucks. fair though, just because if you put Jokic yeah. on the Bucks and yeah. they have Brook Lopez there, then that you're not gonna have. Let's Brooke say Lopez. okay. Let's you're say swap you, just just for the Bucks' sake. Let's say you give them Jokic and Aaron Gordon, and you take away Brook Lopez and Giannis. So you have so you're you have sw- Drew Bucks, Holiday you're swapping Lopez for Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't so know. So you have you have Drew Holiday, Middleton, Aaron Gordon, Jokic. I still feel like I trust. I'm taking I that Bucks team. I think that Bucks team would win too. I still feel like I trust yeah. Jokic in that situation more than Giannis. Like, cause I feel like you could put Jokic on just about any team, and he makes them better. No doubt. Well, the people I actually them. think the fit on Milwaukee with Jokic would be great too, because they're so loaded defensively. Yeah. Like defensively, they're set everywhere, so his defi- yeah. his deficiencies defensively wouldn't be as. Oh, and they just they're, they're not that bad anyway. And you have middle – I mean, you're even going to have, like, guys, Grace and Allen just feasting on threes with Jokic. 100%. Well, I like, also feel like with Jokic, he's interchangeable. I feel like any team you put him on, they're going to be better no matter what. I feel like with Giannis, you got to have the right set of pieces around yeah. him for that team to win. Jokic's I th- his fit is more So that's why I'm going to go with Jokic as well because yeah. I feel like uh, no doubt anywhere he goes – He's he's almost like a got someone of like a almost like a Patrick Mahomes factor. Yeah. Of like wherever you send him, he's gonna make that. I mean, remember last compete. year how we said that for Mahomes, if you were to place Mahomes on any team, we believe that team would make the playoffs, including like the Texans and the worst teams of the league. I I think Jokic the is the thing. Because think about it, last year, Jokic didn't have Jamal Murray. He didn't yep. have Aaron Gordon. Michael Porter was hurt. Still made to the playoffs. He still made the six seed. So, I mean, Jokic is that same kind of effect to where you could have scrubs around him. The team's not going to be good, but they could make the playoffs for sure. Yeah. No. Solely because of how he boosts everybody's stock. Exactly. And just how good he is on his own. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, literally just getting buckets. Exactly. I mean, he's, he is truly 
one he's of one kind. one of a kind for sure. All right, well, Luke is getting another beer. <laughs> um, I'll wait till Luke gets back. Is that it? I'll wait. The, uh, no, I got a couple. I got a couple more. We'll make them quick. But I'll wait for Buzzsaw to get back here. Okay, uh, real quick, Dwayne Wade. Jokic. 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 Dwayne Wade. Yeah, yeah I think that's easy. Uh, this next one's pretty easy, too. Steve Nash or Jokic? Yeah, Jokic. Jokic. Yeah. I think we can move yeah. on from that. All right. I think, Luke, yeah. Luke, you would pick Jokic over Wade and yeah. Nash, right? Yeah. Okay. All right, and the last one, this is more debatable. Shaq. I know who the, yeah. Shaq. I don't. Okay, think, I, I don't though, think that's close. With this though, if, if like you're saying, I'm getting prime Shaq for like 15 seasons. Well, you're getting what, Shaq for saying, his right? career, which is but no, we're saying the prime alpha peak you're version. You're getting of him, him right? for his whole career, essentially. You're not getting his prime for 15 years because no one has. That's impossible. No one has their prime for 15 seasons. You're getting like the whole the whole shebang. Oh, I thought we were saying like you get this guy for their like their prime. I thought we were just saying. I mean, just well. I mean, you, you, but your prime's not gonna last fifteen years. But I thought we were like, you get this guy. Oh, more so, we're doing like kind of doing like their a prime for draft. A, you, you, you get this guy, this guy at like twenty one. I thought we were saying like prime. That uh, was no, I was thinking. I was thinking prime. Like you're building a team like fantasy yeah, like, draft like, style. Like this player's okay. gonna be prime for ten seasons or some shit. Something right? like that. Yes, like five, six for seasons, whatever. Well, I don't think you can say that was Shaq because if you but get if you get prime Shaq for ten years, you're picking him over okay. literally anyone. Okay, then let's say just like yeah, the one like one season, the best version of Jokic, best version of Shaq. Well, best Ooh. version of Shaq's better than any player ever. Um, I mean, let's say five-year window. Five-year window. Your best, the the player's best five-year window. I'm, I'm taking. Shaq. God, those Shaq years with Dude, the fucking. Dude, I mean, when though. Shaq was at his peak, Shaq yeah. was the best player ever. I'll, yeah. I'll I'll be the contrary. I'll still take Jokic. What? Well, yeah, I might go Shaq over Shaq, like two thousand Shaq. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think Why? I'm gonna go Shaq too. Just because. Like yes, Shaq on offense and defense in his prime, just insane. But I just I don't know if if Shaq doesn't have Kobe and Shaq's my guy. I I just think Yo- the way Jokic elevates everybody around him is just otherworldly. And and I'm gonna bet on that. Dude, Shaq averaged like tw- yeah, thirty eight, and, and sixteen, I, and three I'm not, blocks. And in I the I could go either way. I'm just trying to be the contrary here with Jokic, but. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm going. I'm going Shaq. I'm going Shaq. All right. I think that's the only definitive one. That's the only definitive one I can say I would take over Jokic. All the other ones are razor thin or Jokic by a mile. Yeah. Do you want to go over them real quick? Yeah, I think we're good. Good. All right. Now it's uh, it's list time. List time. Oh, buddy. All right. Uh, I got a list. Lots of lists. T Bone's got a list. Buzzsaw's got a list. We all got a list. And uh, boys, we got 45 minutes. All right. Well, I'm gonna be kicking. I'm definitely I'm gonna be kicking this thing off with my current top ten shooting guards in the NBA. I'm gonna kick things off with uh, a little you few got, honorable mentions. Too, all right, so my honorable mentions I got a few. So I got I feel like all these guys need to be mentioned. So uh, I got Anthony Simons, R.J. Barrett, Jalen Green, C.J. McCollum, Terry Rozier, Fred Van Vliet, and Josh Giddy. Yep. So a few guys there. All right, kicking things off with number ten, going to Jonte Murray. At number nine, I got Bradley Beal. Eight, 
Clay Thompson, seven, Zach Levine, six, Desmond Bain, five, James Harden, four, Anthony Edwards, three, Jalen Brown, two, Donovan Mitchell, and one, Devin Booker. Let's discuss. Okay, so my 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 bold take on this shooting guard list uh-huh. is the top. I think the top two, Book and then Mitchell. That's probably everyone's one and two. Oh, I don't think this is that. I think Jalen. I think you could make a case Jalen Brown should be two. I think that's easy. Top three is. Okay. Well, yes. Bo- I think, I think Booker's okay, okay. Uh, okay. Booker's easily Booker's one. one. I don't yes. think anyone's debuting. Okay, so, yeah. so personally, I would take Jalen Brown over Mitchell. So my my bold. I I would take A. E. over Jalen Brown. What? You uh, take Anthony I, Edwards I, over Jalen Brown? Yeah, not yet. Brown. I think eventually. Okay, why would you not take him over Donovan Mitchell? If that's the case, because Donovan Mitchell, yes, he has a lot of talent around him, but he was the de facto number one on a top four seed this past that year. They got bounced in and five he, by the Jalen Brunson-led Knicks. Jalen Brown, though, has been the two on this team for the past, what? Well, he's never had another opportunity. Years, and Jalen Brown has never— I don't think s- in any world that Jalen Brown will be You don't think Jalen Brown wins more than one game with that Cavs team against the Knicks? No, because I, I, I think he'd be a worse one than Donovan Mitchell. Why? Jalen Brown, J- Jalen Brown is Donovan Mitchell is gets the guy. ball and just drives straight to. The, he's like Russell Westbrook. He drives straight to the basket, doesn't know what he's doing, and then like he scores like forty with no assists and they lose, or he shoots like ten of thirty. Jalen Brown can't dribble half the time. It seems like. Yeah, but Jalen Brown is one also way better at defense. He's he is better. Bigger, what is Jalen Brown? And he's though? not as much of what, a volume what, shooter. What is Jalen Brown though without all the talent around him? What's Donovan Mitchell? I mean, he. I definitely know. I, I definitely. He was the one for the Jazz, who were the one seed a few years ago. That team was loaded. Brought the Jazz to the playoffs. I mean, the. the I bet that the Celtics, Celtics team beats have been the loaded with Donovan the whole Mitchell. career for Jalen Brown. Bullshit. Oh, I totally think so. Okay, with, why do you like Donovan okay. Mitchell so much? I think he's. I think Donovan he's a, Mitchell doesn't pass. I know, but Tatum is the one, and you have Donovan Mitchell as the two. I think. How that does that team, work? I, you I, have two guys who don't pass. I really think I. It's not like Jalen Brown's a. Yeah, but Jalen Brown's not a volume shooter like that. If you have both of those guys on the same team, but they're jacking 50 shots a game. But, J- but Jalen Brown, if Jalen Brown was in Donovan Mitchell's role, he is not getting the shot selection that he's getting with Jason Tatum, Marcus Smart, Al Horford, well, okay, well, ev- well, everyone well, around him. Brown is easily the number two scoring option on that team. Yeah, like, he is. So yes. he's still getting yeah, pressure. He is. Like, it's not, Marcus he's Smart's the one who's benefiting. He, Jalen Brown's the one who's not like okay. My, my my thing though with the Anthony Edwards, it it it's very well maybe premature. I think, but but when, but when we break their games down, Anthony Edwards, you can make the case is Jalen Brown with actual Jalen Brown has no handles. Anthony Edwards is the number one on a Minnesota team. Yes, they were the eight seed. Say what you want, they beat the Nuggets for one game. Whatever that matters. Anthony Edwards though, my my main thing with it is Anthony Edwards. I know if I am in the playoffs. And it is crunch time. Anthony Edwards wants the ball. Anthony Edwards wants to be Shit, that I'll guy make case to win a game. When has Jalen Brown been that guy? I'll, I'll take. I'll. I'll say. I. I mean, I can make a case. I take Anthony Edwards over Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell got one game with Mobley, Garland, and Jared Allen, and a good bench against the Knicks. But Donovan, got Donovan Mitchell has been doing it for five, six years. He's never done anything. He, he was the one. Yeah, but but then again, what is if you were to put Jalen Brown on those Jazz teams, how good are they? Jalen Brown took longer to develop. Let's, say, let's think about the narrative. If if Jalen Brown or if Donovan Mitchell was drafted at three by Boston, yeah, has does Boston win a championship with 
with uh, or does Mitchell win championship with Boston or do they do the same thing or are they? Worse? I think they do the same thing, or pro- possibly worse. I, know a lot I don't think it pushes them over the edge. Like with especially compare like combining him with Tatum, those are two volume shooters who have no interest to pass and it's all. Not they're like Brown does either. He has yeah, but but Brown doesn't shoot the ball a ton. Brown doesn't take 25 shots a game. That's the only thing Mitchell knows how to do. Did you not watch the Knicks series? Literally, the Cleveland would get off track in like three minutes, and Donovan Mitchell would just say, okay, fuck it, and he would literally take 10 shots. But Donovan Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell. No, it's not. They give the ball to Mitchell, and he just takes off. They traded the farm for Donovan. For Cleveland's sake, Donovan is the guy. Jalen Brown does not have the pressure of being the guy, and I don't think he will ever be the guy. And that's my argument. No, with, but they're both Ant. twos. That's my argument with Ant over Jalen Brown. I and it may be premature, like I said, but I think eventually Ant could be a one-on championship team. But for right now, Ant has much better handles than Jalen Brown. Defensively, they're almost okay. Why do you sim- think he's not better than Mitchell? They're though. both complete athletes. Because I've seen Mitchell do it for five to six years of being the number one. I've seen him get a Jalen Brown had his way more playoff success than Donovan Mitchell. Well, look at the teams around him. You want to make the argument? Dude, the Jazz were the one seed like two years in a row. Who was his number two? Gobert, Rudy Gobert. Who was their shooting guard? Or their point guard? Conley. Dude, they had good players. Look at that Jazz team was the one seed. Look at the Celtics team this past year. No, but look at the Celtics team for the past three to four years. The Celtics have overachieved up until this season. No, no one they is, haven't. Yes, they have. The Celtics have always La- been the young team that got to the conference finals the when Celtics they should have. The Celtics should have won a championship, yeah, like five years ago. Up until, three, up until past two three, years ago. The past three years, the Celtics should have been in the Eastern Conference Finals or in the finals. No, they, they made one. Have. Fi- you, Dude, the, the last three two years, years they should have. So you, so you think that beyond this year, they have completely two overachieved. Two. Yeah, they've completely overachieved. Dude, Jalen Brown and Tatum have been in the league for, what, six, seven years? They've been in the conference finals five times in their six, seven years in the league. That's completely – that's the definition of overachieving. And those teams have still been way more talented than Donovan Mitchell's team. I don't think the there's – the no, fact, not Ru- really. Rudy Gobert is your number two. Dude, they were the Tatum one seed every year. I Does mean, that not – the Jazz were the one seed. Yeah, and does that not get? Him and they any, flamed any out slack? every time in the playoffs. They do they they never even made a I, one I, conference I, finals. I want to, th- I want to see Jalen Brown have to be the guy. He well, has we're never, not going to see has, that. But th- and that's the whole argument. Is he has never had to. But be you can't the just make guy. your argument so, off that. Yeah, that's yeah, not, I can. Yeah, I can. Why you had? Well, then, well, then why can you give him the benefit reality. of the doubt? Because he's a number two. Because he said, oh, he would do better than Donovan Mitchell. Because Donovan Mitchell has been done nothing. Jalen Brown. What has Jalen Brown won? He's done nothing. a shitload more than he's done Mitchell. Nothing. He's done nothing. He's gone to a finals and been to four conference finals in seven years. And look at the amount of talent that he has had with him. He has had a guy that many people say is a top five guy in the NBA and Jason Tatum. The yeah. best player Don Mitchell has played with, what do you want to say, Rudy Gobert, Darius Garland? Like, Dude, he won they don't compare one, to Jason Tatum. He they don't won compare to Jason one Tatum. game against the Knicks this season. I, okay. One. Yeah, yes. In a That's ra- awful. Yes. And but you can't only say, look at the one game they won against the Knicks. They should have beat the Knicks. Yes, I agree with they that. They should have won more than one game. They, they should have won more than one game. But Jalen Brown has never had to be the alpha to where this is your team. Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell, since after his second year, has been catapulted with Utah as the number one. Cleveland trades yes. the phone for him. They say, you are number one. Donovan yes. Mitchell is not a number one. No. I agree with that. No. Jalen Brown and either, though. No. They're neither of them are number ones. 
and he's no, and they're it's, not. And it's unfair for Mitchell because we want to put him in this. You got to be the one to win. But the it's unfair to he handicap Brown because he's never had a situation where he could be the one. You can't just handicap him because he's never had the situation. Well, that, like that, Brown averaged that, what twenty seven six and four this year. He was a he was on second team All NBA. Jalen Brown in the playoffs so averaged twenty. Jalen Brown in the playoffs averaged twenty three six and three. 50 and 35, respectively. For him. But 23 po- I need more than 23 points in the playoffs from you. With everything that's around you. As the you, number two option? That's yes, that's what I, you I, need I, in I the need playoffs. More. Whenever you have two all-defensive NBA guys at your guards, you have one of the best fits in Al Horford. You've I know Robert Williams didn't really play. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this Celtics team this past year, that team was absolutely – They were loaded, there's but that's no more way on Tatum than Brown. There's no well, – when are we going to put blame on Brown then? When do you ever put blame on the number two guy? That never happens. If, if Let's say – Well, because we're comparing say, him as a two to a one in Mitchell. No, but How Mitchell's is not a one. How is that fair? Mitchell is the one on the Cavs. Yeah, but he's he, the, he is, shouldn't be. It, he shouldn't be, but he is forced into the one. To right. If, if Brown was forced into the one, I don't – he might I think they would have won one well more as, game. They they one, okay, here. actually they one. If you swap them, Brown and Garland go together way better than Mitchell and Garland. Because Mitchell is a one-man wrecking crew. We're not talking about a fit, though. But we're, we're talking just, about swapping we're, 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 them. we're just talking about the, the who's the better player. Who yeah. would you rather build around? Who's the better player? I'd rather build around Jalen Brown. J- How can you run an offense through Jalen Brown? I don't. You don't have to run an offense through a player. Like you didn't, the Bulls didn't run the offense through Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was the hired gun who they put in a spot in the offense to dominate. You don't, not everyone's LeBron and Jokic who you run the whole thing through. And that's what Mitchell tries to do. Mitchell literally gets the ball and is like, I'm going to do everything. He can't, and he doesn't know another way to do it. If you build around Brown, you can build an amazing team around Brown. I agree with that. I agree that Mitchell is not the one. But I'm, my whole thing is he has been forced after his second year to be the one for the Jazz teams, yes. be the one for Cleveland this past year. And that's not his fault that he's been no. forced into that role. It's not. And It's, it's also not Jalen Brown's it's fault. It's not Jalen's fault either. But as a preference, I would take Mitchell over him. But going back to Ant, I would take Ant over Jalen over Brown. <sighs> we look at handles. Anthony Edwards is a much – he has Jalen Brown obviously is terrible. They're both equal shooters. They're both great on defense. Brown's it's, a better shooter. Than Anthony Edwards. I mean, Jalen Brown shot yeah, 34% from three. Anthony Edwards shot 37 from three this year. Anthony Edwards and Anthony Edwards was right. also one of the high took the arguably some of the toughest shots in the league this year. I'll take Jalen Brown shooting, but whatever. And Anthony Edwards, I know Anthony Edwards. They were down 3-0 against the Nuggets, and Anthony Edwards won them that game. So I know yeah. they only won one, but he won them that game. Okay, that's what I'm saying. And Anthony Edwards has that dog in him. Toward Jalen Brown, who Jalen Brown and Tatum, it's like who you want to be the guy. You okay. The guy? We don't okay. Know. Okay. If I have Ant on that Celtics team, I know Ant's gonna say, "Fuck this, fuck Tatum. I'm gonna take over. It's my time." There's two. There's a minute left in the game. You can't Give me have the that ball. with Tatum though. You can't yeah, have. Yeah, you can't. You're Tatum number needs two. That. You're Tatum number two. Needs that. No. Tatum needs that's the whole thing. You're with Tatum. number two. Tatum has not stepped Dude. up to the plate. Your number of two that cannot guy. just look at your number one. Go fuck you. I'm gonna take this game over. You take a back seat. That's no, not how I that think, works. I think Tatum needs that. He might need that, but that's he not needs, how that works. It doesn't. It's not because normally the number ones will just accept the role, embrace right. it, and they'll do it. But Tatum hasn't done that. No. Obviously, Tatum. I think if Ant was there, Ant would embrace that and accept it and say, "Okay, I will be the guy right now. You don't want the ball. You don't want to take less. You don't be. I'll be that guy. 
I got this okay. dog in me. I'm going for it. And you think that I think propels that Boston to a title? Is Anthony Edwards leading them? No, no, not saying leading them, but being that guy come down and so he gets time. them to the finals. Oh, if you were to swap Brown and yeah, yeah, you, you I, think Anthony I think, Edwards gets them to the finals. the finals? Okay, so yeah. Anthony Edwards won one game with a much worse team against Denver, who steamrolled everyone. Donovan Mitchell won one game with a better team. No, no, I'm not talking about Donovan Mitchell. I'm, I'm just asking. I'm asking why you're on Brown. You're attacking Brown when this postseason Donovan Mitchell was garbage, and and like they both won one game, but. Mitchell did it with a better team against a much worse team. Anthony Edwards did it as a one-man wrecking crew against the best team in the league. Why are you not putting the same type of scrutiny on no, Mitchell? I, no, I put I put Ant ahead of Mitchell. Oh, you did? Yes. You, I admit have, you have Edwards at two. I have Brown at four. Oh, you I've, put him over both of them? Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. I have Brown at four. <laughs> okay. Am I, I, I think, though, if Ant's on Boston, I think they get past Miami. I don't. I don't know if they beat Denver, but I think they get past Miami. Okay, and you all know I've. I've. I, know I, you I, love, I love Anthony. Edwards. I'm not gonna argue with Anthony Edwards. I love Anthony Edwards. If I think it's premature. If we're looking at yeah, outlook in the future, the yeah, I definitely premature. have Anthony Edwards at two behind Booker. Like future outlook for sure. But like, I mean, right now, I mean, I really think Brown and Donovan Mitchell can be interchangeable wherever you want to put them. But I really, I definitely think Edward. Yeah, is I, I would have go. Brown. I think I would have Brown at four. Okay, I'd have yeah. Brown at two. But yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, another guy. I was. Okay. Also, Zach Levine at seven. Uh huh. Wait, can we, you, are we going to talk about you, Zach Levine go, at seven? Can you go back through your five through ten real quick? Uh, James Harden five, Bain six, Levine seven, Thompson eight, Beal nine, Dejounte Murray ten. And yes, I have. I put Levine lower than Bain because I still. No, no, no. I think Levine Levine should be like nine. Oh, you think? I mean, he. Why do you have him over Beal and Clay Thompson? He was still like. I mean, his numbers were so. I would have. I would have Levine over Clay Thompson at this point in their careers. You would? I would because I yeah I would definitely still rather take Levine over Thompson and Beal. I mean Thompson. I mean I. Because Levine's still good and he's still efficient. I would put Beal at seven. I I would have Beal at five. I, saw, I wouldn't I'm, mind I'm having maybe, Beal at five. Maybe I'm low on Beal. Because another guy I'm high on was Desmond Bain. My, oh, I was really high on Bain. My, I, really, my, I, my, I like Bain. My, I, really my, like my, Bain. I like Bain, too. I would have Bain at uh, seven. But my, my thing with Beal is, y'all, say what you want about Beal, but he had his most efficient year of his whole career this past year. He did have an efficient He didn't average 32 points like he did a few years ago. But they also, in the past few years, he hasn't had – KP averaged 23, Kuzma averaged 21. So they did – those past few seasons, it was Beal, all right, you're the only guy. You're getting all the buckets here. He had to defer much more this year to KP and Kuzma, and that's what I think Beal's going to cook with the Suns. I think he's absolutely going to cook with the Suns as the third option. I mean, I think, Bradley, I think Bradley Beal, I don't think, I'm not saying I think the Suns are going to win it, but I think if Bradley Beal is your third option, that's as good as a fucking third option as you can get, even at this point of his career where yeah. he's at. So I agree with that. I would have Beal at five. Um, I, I like Bay. I mean, I think. Bain's just a, a guy that'll fit anywhere. He's gonna give you. I, I love. He Bain. plays great defense. Though. I would That's put Bain like over Levine, Thompson, and Beal, even maybe yeah. Harden. Yeah, I think. Levine, I was almost. I was almost thinking about putting him five over Harden, but Harden still the well, playmaking. Harden's still it's such a playmaker. A playmaker. For, for me, for me, six through eight, Levine, Bain, Thompson. I could really go any way on those. See, three. I would just put Levine at the back. I, I just, Levine does nothing to win games. My thing with with Levine though is we haven't seen him in these situations, and I think Clay, 
my thing with current Clay Thompson, I think Levine. I think if the Warriors, I think if Chicago off. No, I don't think they would accept that because of the loyalty with Steph and Clay. But I think on the court, I think Levine would give them more than Clay does right now at this point. I think so too, because Clay Thompson's because de- Thompson's defense is dropped off, since off dramatically, injuries. and Clay's really only giving you shooting at this point. He's not well, going to play. I mean, make you have to take His into defense account isn't great. the chemistry that they. No, have. And oh, yes, no, that's absolutely. what I said. I don't yeah. think they would. Switch no, but that I'm up just saying. Of the loyalty I, know, with I know that, but, but like just as a basketball level to in that offense, I'd rather have Clay Thompson. The chemistry that they already have is insane. I mean, you can make a case that Zach Levine's more talented right now than Clay Thompson. He's definitely I think more Clay, talented. I right think now. Clay Thompson affects winning more. Did you have Murray Levine. in your top ten? I put Ajante ten. Okay, I I still like Murray in the top ten. I know yeah. he didn't have a. I great, think he belongs at ten. I yeah. I think I have I would have him at at nine. But who do you I, have at ten? Uh, McCollum. Who do you not have in? I have I do not have in Anthony. No, 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 Cole. Who do you not have in that he has in? Yeah. Um, Clay. Oh well, no, I I didn't list James as a shooting guard, so that's why. Oh, oh okay, okay, yeah. okay. But so Clay's in your top ten. Yeah. Okay. He'd be at eight for me. Okay. So yeah. I, yeah, and uh, yeah, I feel like yeah, Dejounte because there's there's still like a, there's like seven guys who I feel you could put at ten. I think at this time next season, Josh Giddy will be in there. Oh, for over sure. Clay, Levine, and Deontay. Murray. Dude, you know what is he? Nineteen or twenty? Well, he's 20. and he's shot he's, the ball so much better this year than last yeah. year. His well, sky's the limit. And he also is a good playmaker, good at yeah. getting boards. For me though, I, I think player. I think the top five is is kind of the top four is for sure solidified. Yeah, and I then the top nine was pretty solidified. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. And then in my, yeah, Van Fleet, or actually, he might be a point guard technically. No, they have him listed as a shooting guard, which yeah. I was surprised. Once to see. I saw Van Fleet shot thirty nine percent from the field, I was like, he would not be in my top ten. Yeah, yeah, so. that's just too low. But yeah, I think All that's right. good there. All right, you want me to run through this real quick? Sure. Okay. All right, my top ten shooting guards right now: ten Dejounte Murray, nine Bradley Beal, eight Clay Thompson, seven Zach Levine. <laughs> Six Desmond Bain, five James Harden, four Anthony Edwards, three Jalen Brown, two Donovan Mitchell, and one Devin Booker. And next list, T Bone's got a that, that was that was a good argument. Big time, top ten under twenty five. All right, all right, we're gonna have to speed. We got four, we got thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. All right, no, so don't. my top ten under twenty five. So for my honorable mentions, I have Josh Giddy. Paulo Benchero, Evan Mobley, Franz Wagner, and Scotty Barnes. And then my top 10 players under 25 goes as falls. At number 10, I have Darius Garland. At number 9, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. At number 8, I have LaMelo Ball. At 7, I have Zion. 6, Trey Young. 5, Tyrese Halliburton. 4, John Morant. 3, Anthony Edwards. 2, Shea Gilgis Alexander. Number 1, Luca. Tilt your screen. John Morant belongs over Anthony Edwards. I put Ant over him because of you all love the you. You do Ant. love, love, love Ant. John Morant deserves to be over Anthony. John Morant's a fucking complete. I think John Morant deserves to be at two. No, he does not deserve to be over. Yeah, Jack. he does. No, with the off court shit. No, he's dude. It's still Jaw. Like I, we're talking I mean, about just shit. the play. I know that he comes with. I the mean, off-court what's the Grizzlies' shit? record without Jaw Morant? That's a good. Yes, Grizzlies but team. the Grizzlies have been like the two seed the last two seasons. Shea, I, I know he's on a crap team and everything. Still hasn't done anything. 
uh, other than average, a ridiculous numbers on a shitty team. team. Yeah, he did, and he was he beyond was efficient, and he's a great I defender. Shea. Shea doesn't have. I a love Shea, but Shea really. still hasn't proven anything. Shea's also like twenty two. Well, what's Ja? So they're all under twenty five. Yeah. So I mean, like, <laughs> what are we talking my, about? My thing would if <laughs> ja, if if all of if none of this sh- off the court shit happened with Ja, I would have him at two. My, okay. My reason with Joe, I have him at four, is because of all this off the f- court shit, and I and I think that's I think that's the thing that's gonna really fuck up the locker room and team around chemistry, and that's why that for me that bumps Jaw down. I mean, okay, Halliburton at five. We've already had Halliburton arguments. <laughs> I don't even want to go into the Halliburton thing. We're just gonna repeat. What so he would you Trey Young over Halliburton? I would do Trey Young. I would do Zion. Do, do you know what the so I would do Zion. Ju- just for reference, last year the the Pacers. Uh, Halliburton, he had a 10-game stretch where he got hurt and he missed 10 games. The Pacers were in. They were, I think, the 7 or 8 seed when he played. They lost 9 out of their 10 games when Halliburton went out. Just for reference. Okay. And Zion, I have Zion. At, I don't really know where to put Zion. Can't stay on the court. Zion could be at 2 if he played, but I don't. Yeah. Oh, no like, doubt. I, I would put Jaw. I would do Jaw 2. S- yeah, SGA 3, Anthony Edwards 4. I would put Halliburton I somewhere think, around. I think the four are nine. pretty solidified. The top. Four. That's the top yeah, four for no sure. Honestly, I think you should put Trey at five. I'd have Zion over Halliburton. I don't even know if I'd have Lamelo in it. I probably would. I like Jaron Jackson though. Yeah. I, I like you yeah. putting Jackson. I mean, Jaron Jack. I mean. He's what he does on defense. His is defensive ability is insane. insane. He could stretch the floor. And yeah. He just develops any sort of post game. He could bump up these rankings even more. What does he rebound? How are his rebounding numbers? Um. He averaged seven rebounds a game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah, but how many blocks that, did he average though? He, that, that I mean, defensively, Jaron number needs to. Jaron Jackson Jr. Just defensively. Okay, he, he needs to average there. ten boards a game though. There's no reason he should be averaging under ten a game. What 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 do y'all what else do y'all got on this? Well, I think there's a lot of guys, especially in the honorable mentions, who will definitely find themselves in this list. Yeah, between like, like I Giddy, think Paolo, I think next Mobley. year like Paolo will for sure be in the top ten. I think Giddy, Giddy, be in the top Giddy 10. should be too. Mobley possibly too. Mobley's really. I was crazy. gonna say I think I might have Mobley over Jaron Jackson. Honestly, I do like Jaron Jackson I, being in well, it. Well, I think right right Mobley, now Jaron Jackson is still a better defender a, and he can stretch uh, the floor for you. I think Jaron Jackson won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, but Mobley, I still Mobley think Mobley was, I think, second place. Yeah, he was second. I, I would probably take Mobley defensively. Jaron Jackson's more refined offensively, so I'm fine with it. But I think next year Mobley's going to be pushing top five. I mean, he could. But Mobley just really can't stretch the floor for you right now yeah. where Jaron Jackson can. If you have Jaron yes. Jackson open in the corner, you're going to pass it to him, and he's going to shoot it. And you got a yeah. decent shot. He'll knock it down. Yeah, he's got an ugly-ass so, shot. Even though he does, yeah. yeah. I, I still think Jaw deserves to be two. I know the off-court shit. Is obviously yeah, if, there. If, if the off the court <laughs> shit didn't happen with Jaw, I would have him at two. No, we, need, we I solely have stretch. him at two because of all this controversy with him. And yeah. for me, that's a big thing. I don't like that shit at all. No, we need a clean stretch from Jaw here with no dumbass activity. Well, we'll see what he does. But Jaw is still, I mean, he's still one of the like up and coming faces of the league, regardless of the issues. He's, I mean, obviously the issues yeah, are, have put a massive impediment on that. Yeah. But if you take that away from it, which I know you can't, he's clearly the number two. And for me, that's that reflected in his that's, rank. That's fair. All right. You want to run through it? Sure. So, my 
top 10 players under 25 in the NBA goes as follows. Number 10, I have Darius Garland. Number 9, I have Jaron Jackson Jr. 8, LaMelo Ball. 7, Zion Williamson. 6, Trey Young. 5, Tyrese Halliburton. 4, John Morant. 3, Anthony Edwards. 2, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Number 1, the Don Luka Doncic. The Don. The Don. Buzzsaw, give it to us. Top 10 small forwards right now. You want it? I want it. I need it. I'll give it. it to you. I need it. I'll give it to you. Thank God. All right. <laughs> top 10 small forwards you in the NBA mentions? right now. Of course I got okay. honorable mentions. What is this? Come on. It's not amateur hour. OG Ananubi. This is honorable mentions. OG Ananubi, Franz Wagner, Kyle Kuzma, Michael Porter Jr., Jaden McDaniels, DeAndre Hunter, Scotty Barnes. There's not that many good small forwards in the league, as I learned. At number 10, Andrew Wiggins. Number nine, Chris Middleton. Number eight, DeMar DeRozan. Number seven, Mikel Bridges. Number six, Brandon Ingram. Number five, Paul George. Number four, Kawhi Leonard. Number three, Jason Tatum. Number two, Jalen Brown. And number one, LeBron. Where's Jimmy? Wait, Jalen Brown. You have oh, I'm sorry. Wait, where, where did I say Jalen Brown? Two. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler. Butler's Jimmy Butler's at two. Okay. Braun, Jimmy, Tatum, Kawhi, Paul George. That's okay. the top five. Do you think you could switch Ingram and Paul George? I really wanted to. I, I would like I – w- I would, for mine, I had Paul one ahead of B.I. Or ahead of uh, Paul George. You had B.I. ahead of Paul George? No, I had B.I. right behind Paul George. That's where I have yeah. him. Yeah. Okay. I, I have Paul George at five, Brandon Ingram at six. Mine I, really I, have, I have Mike Cal ahead of Paul George and B.I. What? I, have, I would have Mike Cal at five. Who do you have at? Oh, okay, gotcha. I'm I dude. Do you I, have the same? What's your top four? Uh, LeBron, Jimmy, Kawhi, Tatum. Okay, so you just swap Tatum and Kawhi. Yeah. Okay. And it's just I know what Kawhi with the injuries. Yeah. But I just. I mean, you can make a case. Kawhi healthy's number one. Yeah. Oh well. I mean, it, it, if you told me, and I, I I don't like Tatum. So. I hate Tatum. It, if you told <laughs> me I could get Kawhi for seven healthy games in a series, I would put Kawhi number. Sure. But there's just so much shit that Did I got. LeBron I got one. Put, yeah, I put Bron. Okay, one. I like that. Boy, you have Bridges over Bi and Paul George. Yeah, that's I don't interesting. Know about that. I think I, Bridges. I think is, that's premature as well. It might be premature, but I. Well, I think he wants to get a head start on I, these guys. I, I I think with I think with Bi having ahead of Bi, I think offensively they're going to give you the same thing. And Mikel is one of the no, best. No, Bi has a much bigger bag than Mikel Bridges, easily. I mean, Brandon Ingram is a monster on offense. I mean, they the defense is where Mikel offensively Bridges. they average the same splits. Well, I mean that's because Mikel Bridges was on the Suns, no, or I mean oh, the Nets, and he was the number one on the Nets. Yeah, but who the hell else was going to score? Spencer. Dinwiddie? I mean, but he, he did it efficiently though. He did. And my thing with Bi is not giving you too much defensively. And Mikel is. I just love having a guy. If, if we're facing LeBron or Kawhi or Jimmy, yes. I I can say okay, this is your guy for the series. Right. You on him, and that's why. We've Mikel only seen Mikel as a – honestly, we've only seen Mikel as a top 10 small forward in the league because when he was with Phoenix, I don't even know yeah, if he, he was a top 10 small yeah, forward. He, well, he didn't we've only seen it for two months. Yeah. And like you said when we were talking about um, – who were we? we were talking about Giannis versus Jokic, and you were saying you'll take Giannis – or you'll take Jokic because of how much of a factor offense is nowadays. I'm going to do the same thing with that yeah. analogy. And I'm going to say Brandon Ingram offensively, 
is a monster. <laughs> Defensively, doesn't give you yeah. what he does, but we've and only seen Mikel Bridges do this yeah, for like I, a month and, and I, a half. And I understand that may be premature, but I, if I did, I, I guarantee if Mikel stays on the Nets, I guarantee you he's an all-star. Yeah, he'll be an all-star next year. No I guarantee sure. you. No and doubt. But I would like to see more of what we saw those last year. Yeah, because he, he had a half season of, of yeah. doing that. So I, I get that. Um, Where'd you, you have, I would have Wiggins at 10 too. Uh, yeah, what Middleton? Middleton and, uh, at nine. Middleton at nine. Who'd you have eight? Tomorrow, I you could definitely flip those. I think you could. I would have OG in my top ten. Who do you taking out? I would take out Middleton at this point. Over OG? Not yet. No way. Not yet. Well, Dude, just, Middleton has still such a big offensive. He's bag. A, but he's he's thirty four at this point. I just he's and he's thirty four. He's he's he, thirty three. I mean, dude, he's he's not, he's not young. young. And I think he has had I many. He's like thirty-one. He's had many injuries, and I yeah, mean, but Mid- OG, Middle- like Middleton's game, he, he's the ideal three and D guy. You want? How old is he? Okay, but OG can't go really create his own shot. Like, like so, he, Middle- Middleton's thirty-one. Okay, that's what. Yeah, he, he'll be thirty-two when the next season starts. Okay, he's thirty-one. That's not like uh, thirty-four is big, big difference. Oh, like, I like I don't think if you switch OD and Middleton, I don't think the Bucks upgrade in. Any means, like Middleton is their secondary playmaker. Not only does he score, but he's a good passer too. He's got a. I mean, Middleton. I mean, Holiday and Giannis are the two playmakers. Yeah, Middleton averages like five, six assists a game. Middleton's still a good playmaker. Middleton's their second best player. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just the age and the injuries is why I knock Middleton. I mean, he's only thirty-one, but he's he's had. I mean, how many injuries has he had? I mean, he's. Kind of been hurt the past few years. He's been past the last year because he got hurt in the playoffs against Boston. Yeah. Two okay. Years. My thing. If you can, if you can say Middleton's healthy, and you know that, I'm. Ta- I would take him over. I OG. just, we just haven't seen anything from OG on Anobi other than an improvement this season on a bad team. And I love what OG's doing, but Middleton has the pedigree right now and the offensive game that OG just can't match. Yeah. And, and I really don't think there's that much. I mean, there is a drop off from OG defensively to Chris Middleton, but it's not like. Grand Canyon, it's not that big. I also question. I mean, Middleton's a, a he's a good defender, but o, I OG is another one of those guys that I say, okay, you're going to guard Kawhi, you're going to go guard Tatum. You love and these young boys, don't you? I love. You like the hey, projection. He wants first. He wants you like first. to project them. I love these dudes that like I can confidently go into a series and say, you're going to go lock up that team's best score. I love that. I love having that. Didn't care about it when it was Jokic versus Giannis. Now. Well, because you know, everything else Jokic does is just so impeccable. But, but yeah, I mean, I I don't really – I would have DeMar at eight. I think you had him at – I had him at eight. eight so I had Mikel at seven, B.I. six. I think Wiggins – You had Mikel over Paul George? Yeah. Why? I can understand Brandon Ingram, but over Paul George? Yeah, I mean – I mean, Paul George it, was an MVP candidate like three it's, years it's ago. It's probably premature three years ago. But it's, it's he's still. I mean, it's probably it's probably premature, but and again, I I I understand it completely, and it might be premature to have Michael over Paul. Um, I I just love what Bridges brings. I feel like if Paul George was on the Nets, I think the Nets would have won a game against Sixers. I think Paul George would have willed them to a win. Paul George is still like. You, you can just hand him the ball, like, 
go give me 45. Yeah. And he, he can go do that. I'm at five and six, so you yeah. Could, I, you, you could swap him, and I really wouldn't blink Split an eye. Here. Here. I'm not, yeah. So. I understand the Brandon Ingram. I think putting him over Paul George is a little bit Yeah, and I get that because Paul George is still an elite. He's still Paul George. I mean, yeah. like, dude's still a monster. Yeah. But you, you would have him over, or do you have B.I. over Michael? I have B.I. over Michael. I have B.I. at six. I'm fine. Like, that, I I struggled with that. Like, I I would put B.I. at six. If you want to put Mikel over him, I'm not going to argue that. That's yeah. – it's splitting hairs. No, I'm curious to see, though, if, like, uh, after a whole season of Bridges with this role on an offense, his defense has to get – be putting that much effort offensively. 100%. That's a good point. Well, okay, where do you think Mikel – I don't think any of us think Mikel could be the one on a championship team. No. Do you no, think no. he could be the two? I think or do you think it's a three role? I think he could. If he has a Giannis, he could be a two, I think. I think if Middleton could do it as a two, I think. Because I think. Yeah, I'd go with that. I think Michael could be a two. If he. Like, I mean, if we look. You think at, he'd be a two with Luca? Well, let's say we trade. Let's just. Hypothetically. We don't. Let's just say hypothetically. We don't have Kyrie Irving. Mikel Bridges is our number two. We have good pieces around it. You think we can win a championship? Yes. I do. Okay. I think if I actually agree yeah. with that. I, I yeah. think if yeah, the Ross if the re- obviously the rest of the Ross yeah. is constructed right, like how the Bucks were with Giannis and Middleton, then then yes, I think that team could. You think Mikel Bridges is better than Jamal Murray? It's just for me, it's hard when like they're they're just two different complete players. It's hard. That's to, what like, I'm saying. But yeah, but like, do you think he could be the number two on Denver? Like, if you took Jamal Murray off, let's say you well, give no, him. I, I think I think that Jamal's Jamal fit is just so much better than Michael's would be. Let's just say you give Denver. Who's a good point guard you could put in the Jamal Murray role? It's not as good. Um, Fred Van Fleet. <laughs> yeah, Van Fleet. Yeah, let's just say Van Fleet. Oh, I think that team still wins. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. If you're swapping Mikel Bridges for Michael Porter Jr., I think that's a f- massive upgrade. I Absolutely. hate Michael Porter. I'm glad you didn't have him in your honorable mentions. Uh, he was in my honorable mentions. Oh, was he? Yeah. I do not like Michael Porter. He had. Jr. He was nowhere near the top ten. Have you he seen the mentions. shots? He he is awful. He takes them out. He, he could shots. be a lot better if he was Michael smarter. Porter though. I is think a he's a good very defender. low IQ player. He's a good defender and he's a great rebounder. Actually, he is. But he's a great rebounder. He offers. Zero playmaking whatsoever. Yes. He's probably one of the worst playmaking forwards in the entire NBA, and he cannot get his own shot whatsoever. He is solely a three. And I mean, he's a catch and shoot guy. Catch and shoot. I I'm not a big. I don't. I think if Porter was not on the Nuggets, I don't think he'd be talked about really at all. And I definitely don't think he would have got that max deal that he got. Yeah. And I'm sure Denver's regretting giving him that max deal. Uh, you just you feel like he's because he is like he's a talented guy. I, mean, I think there's a real argument that Bruce Bruce Brown was more valuable to the Nuggets than Michael Porter was in the finals. In the fi- absolutely, Michael, Michael, Porter Michael Porter was Porter couldn't hit a three. In the he finals. was non-existent. He yeah. actually wasn't bad in that last game, but well, in the whole push- run, Michael Porter was more valuable. In he that Lakers good. series, Michael Porter was cooking him. Yeah. yeah, but and in the finals specifically, it was and Bruce I mean Brown. Bruce, but yeah, once later in the playoffs, Bruce Brown was getting he was actually getting more minutes than Michael Porter at first. Porter yeah. was, but I think Malone realized that Bruce Brown fits better and he helps him out more than because I mean Porter just he, he I really think that he's if, a he's a shooter man. I really the think they're hot, they're great when they're cold, they're not. But they're my, not my thing too is the fact mm-hmm. that he's getting a max contract. I think it's, it's that contract is too much for ne- one year. Next season, if the Nuggets have a dip any whatsoever. They're going to trade Michael Porter for peanuts. 
to get rid of that deal. Yeah, probably. He's going to be a guy that is, they're looking to get rid of for peanuts. He's also a guy who has a back issues. As if he had back issues coming yeah. to the league. Oh, yeah. That's not great either. I do not like Michael Porter at all. He's fun when he's hot, though. Ugh. All right. But so you want to go over this top ten? Yep. All right. Top ten small forwards in the NBA. Number ten, Andrew Wiggins. Number nine, Chris Middleton. Number eight, DeMar DeRozan. Number seven, Mikel Bridges. Six, Brandon Ingram. Five, Paul George. Four, Kawhi. Three, Jason Tatum. Two, Jimmy Butler. And number one, LeBron James. Wait, did you not have Mike in it at all? No, I had Mike at seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. We got a so couple yeah, more things. Pretty here. even. Uh, now, next I got this random NBA question that we're going to have to get out to. Okay. All right. Uh, so the question is, down one, shot clock's off. Who do you want taking the ball? Up? They can they can pass it. <laughs> <laughs> they can pass it. They can shoot it. But they're taking the ball. Up. They're initiating the offense. They're just taking the ball up the court. They're taking it up. Yeah, they're initiating the offense for like they can they can take go ISO. They can pass it. Whatever they want. Like theoretically, okay. like balls in their hand. We don't know what's court. around these guys. We don't know who on their team. They're who? Are I mean, if Kevin Durant's on these teams, then like well, obviously, obviously. you want him to come up. But let's. Add I can dribble the ball and pass it to Kevin. Let's act like if these guys are on the teams that they're on right now. Like, these guys are taking it up. Like, who gives, okay. you, who gives you the best chance to score a bucket to win? Whether that's passing the ball, getting an assist, playmaking, shooting the ball. Who gives okay. you the best chance to win? So, the six guys I got here. Trey Young, De'Aaron Fox, Donovan Mitchell, John Morant, Anthony Edwards, and Jalen Brunson. Who do you want? I guess it's just hard to answer for me when, like, they're not shooting it, but they have the option. What's well, more so like they're it. they're they can they can playmaking. I think all six ISO. of those guys are gonna shoot it. More on their like own it. teams, so we, they're not gonna. So are we looking at now who's taking the shot? It's whatever gives you the best chance. Whether you think that's like John Morant driving in the lane, getting so it out not to the a shot, shooter. but just trying to. You're down by one. You need I mean, a, if Trey Young's taking the ball up for the Hawks, he's taking the shot. It's just like you need a bucket. You need a bucket. God, I think I might take Anthony Edwards. I don't want to take De'Aaron Fox. Wait, so is it? Is it? We're down by. We're down by one. Down by one. Down by one. Okay, so, so we can get a layup. We can go to the free throw line. You, you got to get a bucket. Okay. Whether it's yeah. God, you know Jalen Brunson honestly is not that bad. Yeah. Brunson can go get a two pointer like that. I would not take Donovan Mitchell. I wouldn't either. I don't know. I don't think I'd take De'Aaron Fox. I don't think I would take John Moran either. A lot of me wants to take Fox was great in the clutch last year, and he was shot great. In yeah, the but that's a lot different than the last shot of the game. I think I'm going to stick with my guns and, and take the Ant-Man. I think I might take Anthony Edwards, too. He's the biggest out of all of them. He's still a great driver. He's a good shooter. He's a good off-the-dribble shooter. He can get he can get in the lane and get contact. If he, there's a seam, he can get into it and finish around the basket. He can shoot at all levels. I'm not taking Trey Young. I think he's gonna jack up a stupid yeah, shot. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Trey. Trey would dribble it up and take a thirty footer. However, he does make that in those moments. I mean, he I made might, that. He made that against Boston. I in might game take. Five. I might take. Uh, I think I'm gonna take Ant Man. I think I'm taking Anthony Edwards too. I'm gonna take Fox. Give me the Fox, man. I almost want to take. He's a good shooter. I almost want to take Brunson. Is Fox that good? I don't, I don't think so. I think I'd take Brunson <laughs> over Fox. Just because of what Brunson can Fox do. Fox isn't that good a shooter. He was much better last year. 
much better this past few. Weeks. My thing with Brunson is just what we can see Brunson do once he gets down in the post and just his fundamentals. Yeah. And I think Brunson might get up the best quality shot out of all these Probably. guys. His separation down low, he's going to hezzy yeah. and get a nice mid-range fucking bank shot for you. Yeah. I think De'Aaron Fox maybe too just, just too much gas for me. Honestly, I'm taking Donovan Mitchell last of all of them. I think I might. Yeah. I might take Trey Donovan Young Mitchell's going to dribble sh- at 100 miles an hour I, straight I, I, to the basket. I think Trey Young's going to milk it down to a half second and chuck up a 35 I've three. seen Trey make that, though. I mean, yeah. Trey made that in game five to win the playoff game against the Celtics. Donovan like, Mitchell for the playoff series, won, but he did have some really good clutch moments in the regular season where he did win the game for him. Did he hit buzzer beaters? I think he hit a few. I mean, Mitchell, he dropped, what, 70? He, he had 70 point game. game. Didn't they lose that game, though? No, it might have. I don't know. I lost that. Game. I I think I think with that I think you can go. I think I think there's an argument with like any of those guys, really, honestly. Okay, For insert sure. Kyrie Irving in that list. I'm taking. Kyrie. I think it's Kyrie by a mile. I think it is too. It's Kyrie by I a don't. mile. Just, I mean, I've seen Kyrie hit those yeah. clutch shots. Well, I, yeah. Kyrie can create his own shot, like in a fucking oh, millisecond. He's, yeah, I mean, he's got that bag. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, do you want me to go over this? Do you want to do the Daniel question? You want me to do the fun question? Let's do the fun sure. question. Okay. T-Bone's got a fun question for us. Fun question. Fun question time. All right, so this question. All right, so this is called the 6 12 18 24 challenge. So there's four different categories, and you have to pick one of them to match up with 6 12 18 24. That makes sense, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the options are beers drink, and all in a 24 hour span. You have 24 hours to complete this challenge. None of beers drank, donuts eaten, jacked off, and miles ran. So the miles ran. Is that like so? If you you, or no, you, you miles, can walk. Like you just have to complete it. Okay. For me, I so I would jack off six times. Back That's in my head, I think I've yep. done. I think. I, I don't know how you would nut more than twelve times in a day. That's yeah. That I think absurd. I think you'd give your dick a fucking Indian. What are those? The Indian, Indian sunburn. Your dick would get an Indian sunburn. <laughs> have a knot. In your it. dick would be bleeding. Um, so <laughs> I think you have to jerk off six times. I don't. And I think I think that's the only logical way. Yeah. To I think you have to jerk off. Six, yeah. Yep. I, think I w- that's the only way to crack this. Problem. I would walk slash run twelve Whoa. miles. I would drink eighteen beers and I would eat twenty four donuts. Part of me wants to swift switch. I think I'd switch the donuts and the beers. Dude, I don't know. Twenty four beers in one day. See, for me too. You would twenty four donuts. I mean, donuts. Are, how many calories are in a donut? Like a hundred. I mean, more, but they're just still. I mean, you're, 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 you're be burning them off. Twelve miles. You're gonna be burning a lot well, of off. Can you do some of this stuff at the same time? I think. Like, so. could I be yes. eating a donut and beating my meat at the yes, same you, time? You could if you have. If you are capable of doing multiple actions at once, yes, you can. So I can walk, beat off, and eat a donut at the same time. If you're that talented, yeah. I feel like, yeah, it, like in a 24 hour span. That doesn't sound that bad. <laughs> I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you do 20, uh, actually. Uh, so just for reference, this says there are between 190 and 300 calories in, in a donut. So let's just say one donut's 250 calories. So one donut in an hour, more. essentially. So one donut an hour or one beer an hour, basically, for 24 hours. 
See, for me, I think if I'm wa- – I think I could down more donuts than beers. Just I think you're right, actually. Beers just get – I get so bloated, and I'm going to be puking. I mean, the but if donuts will get if you I have bloated, a full too. Yeah, wait a second. If you throw up, is that okay? Yeah, I think it's okay. But I, I could do it. I could do it. Oh, man. I could – I could do a donut an hour and eat seven. I could eat twelve donuts, drink twelve <laughs> beers in one hour. I could do up, I could do a donut going. an hour. <laughs> That'd be fine. I could do a beer every like hour and like fifteen minutes. I think it's gonna be a long day, but I think I could do that. The six jerks. That's what every. We gotta have the plan. Every, those. every four hours, oh, yeah. you're you're nutting. That's not. A I plan. think you could do that, and then the twelve miles. So throughout, I think throughout the jack offs, you're gonna have to go and the, do whatever every four hours but i think with the donuts and beards what are you gonna do if you're walking you find a porta potty well i'm not gonna i don't think you can jack off while walking i don't know how you do that what's well, gonna take you longer than four hours but i think to do a walk. i think the 12 miles is perfect walking or running because you could just be eating donuts while walking or drinking a beer while you're walking that's not that we could i could do that yeah and i think as long as you stay yeah you gotta can a you drink water during this day I think you, I think you can, yeah. You're doing 18. Beers, I think if I, I, I think if I walked 12 miles and drank 24 beers, I'd probably die. <laughs> You'd probably need water. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely need a little bit of water. I'm going with yours. I agree with you, Cole. I think the I think the food for 24, donuts for 24, beers 18, miles 12. Yeah, that's that's the only one. The only Six thing that I might think about is switching the beers and the donuts, but I think yeah. I don't know how you could do more. I don't. I think I, I think you got. I the think donuts. the six for sure has I to be. I feel like the once you already hit eighteen donuts, it's like what six more? If you're <laughs> yeah. if you're pissed yeah. drunk, if yeah, you're pissed yeah. drunk at eighteen yeah. beers and you're like fuck, you probably give me. I gotta drink six more. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I feel like the donuts is like oh whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll just just give them to him. At that point, yeah. it's like a challenge. You're just like, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's like I'll just gut I'm him gonna focus up. in, and we're just gonna down these six donuts. If you're down bad, donuts after go down. Donuts beers. go down pretty easy too. Like you, yeah. you could get a Krispy Kreme donut and eat it in two or three bites. If you're down 18 and you beers could, and you're staring yeah. down the barrel at like 10:30 p.m. at six more beers. Yeah, he went yeah. shotgun. After your six. sacks drained, your <laughs> legs are dead, yeah. your stomach's yeah, you full. Got, you're just yeah. like, oh god. Yeah. I just can't imagine how your stomach would feel after all that beer and donuts. What What would you do? I I, I think I'd have to go back to what you're doing. Uh, yeah, we're I, all on the same thing. No, I, I think we're all on it. The yeah. only thing I might switch would be donuts and beers, but I don't think you can do that. I mean, the only thing could you switch? I maybe you switch the beers and miles walked. Do twelve. Eighteen beers. miles. If you're walking constantly during the day, it's not impossible. You're gonna when, wanna, when you when you gonna whack it. You're gonna want to sit down though. And the yeah. wags are going to take some energy out of you too. You're not going to have that. Te- right back up you're not going to have that testosterone running through you after you get. You know, I mean, you have to be constantly walking all day to get to 18 miles. You get six waxed, and you're going to be just tired from that. So, yeah, if you space it out, <laughs> if you space it out, right, I think the 12 miles right after six jerks in a day is more than I. More than <laughs> That's I can enough do. exercise for one day. <laughs> Mrs. What's the least amount of money or? Like let, let's say someone was like, I'll give you, I'll give you two grand if you can complete this challenge. Would you go for it? Mm. I'd go for it. I'd go for it. Yeah, I'd I'd go go for I think it. I'd go for it for a grand. Yeah, I'd go for it. Yeah, I'd do it for a grand or two. Yeah, it's a lot of money actually. Yeah, I'd do that. <laughs> Fantasy <laughs> football punishment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, oh, that'd be Lord. a brutal league. Yeah, we'll do the. I think I'd. Have y'all seen those fantasy football punishments though? Where like. 
People will put the loser in a dog cage and they'll dump like sauces and all and like oh my god, have you seen that? No, that's a you haven't seen that? No, I'm not on TikTok, dude. No fucking dude, there's challenges to where people that lose their lead, they'll put them in a dog cage. I've seen that, and they'll dump like fucking milk. gasoline, milk, gasoline, maybe not gasoline. They'll dump milk, ketchup, cigarette, fucking <laughs> fish, like. Any just gross condiment or food or liquids, they'll dump it on them. It's like against humanity. I think I'd, I think I'd rather, do, I'd rather do this challenge than that. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I'd have, like, this challenge. There I would think, be fun moments. I think this challenge, the first, like, three or four hours, you'd be like, this is kind of fun. And you have your friends cheering and you then on. Once, but like, I think what, for this challenge, though, once you hit, like, that six, seven-hour mark, you'd probably be like, I hate my life. I hate my life. Yeah. yeah. There'd definitely be a massive hump you have to get over to complete this Oh, one. yeah. Takes you would life. have to grit and grind for this one for sure. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather have that than fucking people pouring shit on me. That feels, yeah. that feels like abuse. Yeah. it's yeah. yeah, that's not right. It's very degrading. I'd rather abuse myself than have somebody abuse me. Like, I'd rather abuse my dick six <laughs> times yeah. in one day than have that happen. Absolutely. <laughs> Jesus. And my insides. <laughs> Your friends fucking hit it. Pour the fucking motor oil on you. <laughs> I just can't. Im- I don't know any world. Dumped a bunch of cornflakes on me after they dumped just, a bunch of honey all over me. With this challenge, I couldn't imagine anyone taking jerking off in the 18 or 24 or even 12. Yeah, that's ridiculous. How do you bust 12 times in one day? Twice an hour. Imagine that. By like the 10th, 11th time, you're, you're going to have to jerk hour. off for like three hours to bust. Yeah, that's you're gonna have to go to a real happy. You're gonna place have to be to walking. <laughs> you're gonna yeah. have to be walking and jerking yeah. at the same time. I think the you six don't have time to burn. Anyone that doesn't picks the six jerks, I think they're just full of crap. Like, or they're just a maniac. Yeah, or they're well, just the horny. I'm sure you can check the comments. There. There's definitely someone who's like 24 jerks. Is, no problem. I feel like <laughs> I do that every Wednesday. You think, ever, uh, you think that's my normal you Sunday? Think, you think in your heyday <laughs> you ever jerked off six times? In one day, it's definitely happened. Yeah, um, <laughs> here to say it. I've definitely done it. I mean, come on. We I think all fifteen I, I, once. I, I think maybe back in my heyday, I might have touched. Let's say, don't act like you're above everyone. You know, <laughs> no, you I'm know not. that's I'm happened. Not. Son. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Dude. Down we've bad, been, but we've all been fifteen. I mean, come on, it's happened. All right, I gotta wrap this puppy up. Oh, right. put a bow in home. Yeah, I think oh, we hit we everything, right? Yeah, we did. We got yeah. everything. How about them apples? How about it? Good deal. Good work. See you on episode 25? 25. 25. Wrap up NBA, and then we're going full steam ahead for football. Damn right, baby. Full steam ahead. Football time, baby. Time for the pig steam. Time for the pig steam. All right. Good work. Good work. Night-night.